when I was down, but it was like it was like a simple understanding. Like now in these days and days, being real is being relatable. Yeah. Like if you are not relatable, you are not real to people. And and and, and it's funny that it's like that because it's really wrong. But in today's climate, social media, you got so many outlets. That people can feel like they know you. They need to feel like they know, they know you multiple ways. Yeah. Not just through your music, but. What'd you talk at? What, like, what, what snaps you got? What kind of what viral videos you got? Yeah. What lives you got? You know what I'm saying? Like, what else do you do? You got kids. How you out with your kids? You know what I'm saying? How you out with your grandma, with your, with your, with your, with your brother? They want to know yep. all that stuff before they say, okay, your music is fire. Yeah. All that, all that just be like, I, 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 I listen to music. For real, bro. You know? But yes. um, I'm going to go ahead and start it because I know right. we good right now. Uh, I wanted to check, check your mic and everything was good. So, okay. uh, Mike Check, Mike Check, More Masters Podcast, was made of course. Of course, me, I got a special guest. I'm going to let you say your name again, so I don't mess it up. I ain't trying for to teach sure. you. You know what I'm saying? When you grew up, for say, sure. it, say it one time for me. Gustave. And like, tell me the meaning behind the... That's your artistry name. Yeah. And that's your my real stage name. Is. And my real name is Gustave. All right. So it came about, you know, I said a lot of people, they would mispronounce it. And you know, so I would get a little upset. So as I got a little older, not too old, it was still like in elementary school. I got to the fifth grade, so I had a teacher. And the way she mispronounced it, like you can tell that she knew how to pronounce it. Just chose not to. She chose not to. So <laughs> she would she would pronounce it Gustave. So I just went through, you know what I'm saying, my journey of, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out what my name should be. So I done, man, I done went through some names, man. I don't They ain't never just call you Gus for short. I mean, like when I got older, like family, they would say Gus, but as, as far as like in school. Like, it was Gus Day, but it was always mispronounced. Like, you had to know me. You had to gotcha. be somebody close or personal to pronounce it like Gus Day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, before we get into it, I, wanna, I know we got a lot to get into because you got a, you got a, a, a great story. Um, let's talk. Let's, let's go to the beginning. Let's start from Yeha, of All course, right. like you did with your name and stuff, right? So tell me a little bit about your upbringing, um, your family dynamic. All right. So Yeha, little, little Gus Dave, man, I know my father. I know my mother. My mother and my father, they were together. They were married. You know what I'm saying? So when I was born, when I came into this world, as I was growing up, I knew my mother. I knew my father. Life happened. They separated. They divorced. It didn't stop any type of love for my father or my mother. They both still had that same love. When my father went his way, mother went his way, I still had me like... I was, I was in a position, I can honestly say, to where I knew that music was something. I didn't know it was like a thing for me. Though. Like, I just felt something. So I'll give you a situation. When I was little, it was like just happy, fun, like just full of life, smiling, playful, goofy. That's like, that's just who I am. Yeah. And... I would play around with the singing and the rapping. So it was this movie, Sister Act 2, well, with Whoopi Goldberg. And you know what I'm saying? I'm watching it. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite movies, and this is why. It was a dude on there. You know, he had like the uh, the dashiki cap, and he was like the, uh, I guess, like the pro-black type brother yeah, on yeah, there, and yeah. he sung Oh Happy Day. I know, I know the movie, yeah, yeah. So when he was singing that song, something hit me, and I was just like, I want to sing this song. So, okay. Little Gus coming up, upbringing in the church. My aunt, she was the choir director. So one day I just went to her and I was like, hey, auntie, uh, I want to sing. She like, you want to sing? I was like, yeah. Well, all right, what you want to sing? I said, I want to sing Oh Happy Day. She said, all right. So immediately, like, 
right after I'm telling her this. <laughs> on the spot. On the spot. She said, all right, everybody, we finna go over here to uh to the church, because we was like in the smaller side, like the Augusta Commons, right. at a Good Samaritan Baptist Church. It's down there on Maple Street. So we went over to the chapel. She was like, all right. Uh, we finna go over a new song today. Woot the woot, woot the woot. It's like, oh yeah, what's it? Oh, happy day. So who gonna lead the song? Come on. You said, so I was like, all right. So <laughs> trying to, she said, all right, y'all, y'all just go over it. You know what I'm saying? Alto, soprano, tell us y'all get y'all little parts. Leaders, y'all get y'all sister. Come on. I wanna hear it. So we went to the back. I wanna hear it. Come on. So singing soft. I'm nervous. So my auntie, she is like, she's a stern person. Anybody who knows she's been like this her whole life. She's a stern person. So she like, I don't want to hear it, bro. Like, come on. So sung it for Okay, come on. Y'all got y'all parts. Oh, so we finna go over. So the first time I sung it, it was nervousness. So the second time, I got a little better. So she was like, Well, all right, look, on the next youth Sunday, you singing you know this. So you you better go home practice. Man, a couple of weeks later, went on up there, gave me the mic. After that, like once I started. Like just singing and like seeing the people and how they reacted. Well, what what age was you around this time when you? Man, I was like, it was like maybe like six, seven, like six, seven years old, eight years old. Did people know that you sing? Like I'm talking about like as you got to a teenager, 13, 14, 15. A lot lot of people didn't. Like a lot of people didn't even know. It was people like in church who I grew up with, and they would be like, they would like go to different schools and stay in different parts of Augusta, but. They knew, but people like in school and like around the neighborhood, they didn't know because they wasn't necessarily like in church or whatever. So right. like in my aunt, like, and I have to talk to her because she has like videos of like uh, youth choir anniversaries. I like, I we need that We just talked about how people need to know, know, know the you. you That'd right. be dope. Exactly. You do like a two, 10 minute voiceover or something like that, just talking about your story or whatever. Even use a clip from here, maybe who knows, depending on what we talk about, and put that in there, throw that in there. Like, that'd be dope. Like, definitely see a, a different version of you. Okay. That, like you said, they. I agree. And I say this because it's funny when I have people on, like, like, like I'm not saying like you, like you're a prototype, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that, I, that I, I know of from the past. So, like, no, what were we like, buddy, buddy friends? No, but I went to Josie for a year. Exactly. I lived in Pinewalk. I remember. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this or not, but I remember one day that like, you actually sat on my st- outside my door with me one time. We talked for like a, maybe like a minute. It was one day. Yeah. It wasn't a lot of time. And, and, and you've been had the waves. Oh, yeah. You've so you remember? Spent, yeah, you yeah. remember right now? I'm, yeah, a little different now. But I, 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 it's curly, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so, and I say that because I don't remember. I don't, I don't forget anything. So I always remember stuff. So when I, when I yeah. seen you, when you did get in trouble, when, when you came home, I'm like, okay, this is okay. I, I seen the transformation. I seen from high school, high school version of you, you know, whenever happened, you happen, you're battling yeah. luck, and then you coming home and who you are now, I see that, uh, I see so many different people. Yeah. So I thought it'd be dope that I had this conversation, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's dope. So you grew up in the church. Grew up in the church. Would you say you was a mama's baby, grandma's baby? Like, how, what, what was your family dynamic like at home? Like, who would you live with? Like, what was your living life like? All right, so coming up, elementary school, you know, so my grandma, she stay in Glendale. Went to Wilkinson Guard, Wilkinson Guard, and you know what I'm saying? Bus 131 with Mr. Sam, you know what I'm saying? People, Glendale may know Bus 131, Mr. Sam bus would go to my grandma's house, get on the bus from there, go to school, do what you do, come back to my grandma's house, sit there. My grandma, when I say that lady would cook every grandma day. cooking, baby. Yes. Like I I legit grew up off of my grandma's cooking. And my grandma is such a real person. Like, she does not care who you are. She doesn't care what you think about her. If she feels a certain type of way about you, she will let you know. 
adult child look. This how I feel. Right. She's gonna act how she act. She knows she ain't perfect. She don't try to be. So if it's something about her that she feel like you don't, it don't sit right with you. Oh well, you gonna either deal with me or not. You know what I'm saying? If it's somebody she love, of course she'll try to make changes. But she's just like I'm me. You gonna either love me or hate me. I'm gonna deal with you if I feel a certain type of way. But I'm gonna speak my truth. And so this song, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you got an older brother. Older, I, I got two older brothers. Okay, so. And I actually have like, I have three older brothers with two older brothers that I actually grew up in the household with. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I remember one of them because I think he was in Georgia at the same time as us. I was, I think I'm his age. You, know, you were younger than me. Yep. So I had, I had an older brother and the one who was probably with you because you came out. What year you came out? I came out 08. Okay. Yeah. So you got, I want to say my oldest brother, he graduated seven. If I'm not mistaken, now he graduated six and the brother up under him graduated seven. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And you was eight, so you came out of him and I came out in nine. Got you. You know what I'm saying? So two older brothers that I grew up with have an older, like a, a older, older brother, you know what I'm saying? Never met, you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? No of him. Never met, you know what I'm saying? Stay on the other side of the map. You know what, what I'm saying? But I am familiar with like seeing a picture of him once, you know what I'm saying? Look. Just like y'all all got they all got like same features though. When I say like from my pops to my grandfather, uncles, like all of us have them same features. So what 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 would you say? Uh what would you say you feared amongst the brothers? So you were the youngest? Yeah, youngest brother. I'm the baby boy. And I and I have a little sister who is the baby of us four, but I'm the baby boy. So, so how the, was that like coming up like with you having two older brothers? Man, the, living in Glendale and you know. And it's like, all right, so it's like for them, you know what I'm saying? It's like they're still going through their journey because everybody's two years apart. Mm-hmm. So everybody's still going through their journey. So, you know, you watching them to see, okay, this is what you're supposed to do, this is what you're supposed to do, or this is what you're not supposed to do, this is what you're not supposed to do. So being at my grandma's house a lot of time, so my mom would work like she was in that stage of Look, I got to get it. I got four kids. So right. when she got off, we already over there, went to school, came back. Grandma done got us fed straight. So my mama come get us, you know what I'm saying? And we'll go home. You know what I'm saying? We done stayed different places. We done stayed from like, as far as my mom, man, from what? Kissing Bow Road, like Leeway Landing to up there in Georgetown. You know what I'm saying? See, I kind of bounced around a lot. Bounced around a lot. So once we got like stationed and like, I want to say like that last space to where her and my father, you know what I'm saying, tribe was like on Bungalow Road, like the Bungalow Road area. Right, that's why I, uh, that's why I met you. Yep. Right? So, so when it came to the Pine Walk situation, Bungalow Road situation, that was kind of like where we were. Got you for 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 a good minute. That's why y'all stationed at the longest, pretty for, much for, for the longest. So was she like? She would be, you know what I'm saying, coming home from work, doing what she had to do, tired, you know, what I'm saying? As, as a mother would do. So home, I would say from grandma's house to mama's house. Just watching them, like seeing what to do, what not to do, you know what I'm saying? Like they like they were their own people, so I was my own person. But I seen like, okay, they was like into sports, you know what I'm saying? And I played sports as well, but sports was never like a grab. Like right. it was never like, oh, this is what I want to do. It was always music, but I never necessarily got like that, had that person or had like that, hey, look. Well, let me ask you that question. There's a sidebar to it, but let me ask you that question because I do know your brother from playing sports. And um do you, like, did you ever feel like at the time, or do you feel like now, like, damn, I wish back in that time we had as much of an artsy scene as we do now 
as sports have. Because you see sports, you see people in sports for newspapers. Yep. That's kind of the only <laughs> way you get recognized, right? Yeah. But now, but arts is kind of like taking over a little bit. So for you real? got, like you say, your arts and hearts, but you got your arts where people, they're getting scholarships. Uh, you got your Davidsons. You got the resources out here to where you can get known for your art. Yeah. Without, like as, as, your, as your stats. If you drop 20 points a game in high school, you the man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but I can play the piano. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I can sing. Yeah. You know, and it's like, now it's a space for that, but at that time, was no space for that. It wasn't. And like like then, that was like a a lost cause, quote unquote. And people felt like, bro, that don't work. What you doing that for? You know what I'm saying? And the only thing that actually got any type of acknowledgement is when I would sing in church. But I felt like it's more to it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I loved how I made people feel, like seeing people cry, seeing people get in a mode when I would sing in church. Like, I used to love it because I'm like, dang, like, I used to feel like I was helping. So what made you around your teenage years, like, what made you not push, not not, not push it, but like, I, I didn't know you could sing until you, I, I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna be honest with you, keep on hunting. Yeah. I thought that that's something you found when you was, where you was, which we didn't get to in a minute, but I thought okay. you found that when you was soul searching for the amount of time you were soul searching, right? Okay. I was like, okay, he came home, maybe you know how to sing, and did piano in there. So now me hearing this now, I'm like, okay, well, damn, you've been doing this for a young age, but I would have never, ever guessed that you can sing or that you knew, you had any kind of musical uh, gene in you because you never spoke about it. Most people, yeah. they shove in their throat. I can sing, I can sing. Or they just, you know, you got the one person that like walk around just singing for no reason. Yeah, like, I yeah. Never, you even did that before. Nah, like it. All you did was joke. You joked a lot. You was a joke. Real? You joked That's a it. lot. You played. I'm and, just a fun, goofy person, bro. And it's like, and, and back, and like, okay, and back to that, man, I guess it was not not having platforms back mm-hmm. then and not having situations to where it was like, hey, listen, this is the way you go or, hey, listen, I'm the person you come to if you want to expose this type of side of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you already know growing up, Augusta, Georgia, as a young man through through those teenage ages where you want to say middle school, okay, we're going to say middle school, Murphy. So it was Wilkinson Garden Elementary, Murphy Middle School, Josie High School. So getting to Murphy, Dynamics change, right? So where, whereas if it was coming up singing, like singing was like, oh no, nah, you lame, you soft singing. Yeah. What you, what you mean, uh, you singing, like, bro, you did, soft, like. Did, did you feel like you had to mask it that you sing because you feel like if they feel like I sing, they gonna try me. Yeah, I gotta fight every day. And you, and you said the perfect word. So this was the switch. All right, so it came from specific people finding out, you know what I'm saying, from females or from people who went to church with me, like... Yeah, but I said, you went to church, so it was like... Yeah, so like, <laughs> oh, he can sing. da da this da da that So you would have the, oh, he sang. Oh, and and it's sad because you still have people, you know what I'm saying, in our race today going with the dark skin, light skin. Oh, he sang and he light skin. So it's like, oh, we, we finna see what he talking about. So you got to do the switch. You got to literally put on a, a like an entire armor and pretty much like, bro, bro, don't try me, bro. So, yeah. so that's it, it. Went from them, oh, that singing lame, saying no, they ain't, they ain't no real stuff. You ain't real if you sing to all of that to trying that. Now when you try, now I got to stand up. Yeah. Now when yeah. it, it went from standing up to like, oh dang, I ain't know he was gonna stand up like that. Now you feeling some type of way. Now it's going deeper. So it's going from the talking to the arguing to the fighting, and then it escalates. Now. Like I say, I wasn't necessarily a sports person, but that's just what people was doing. So I would do it. My brothers was doing it. Mama encouraged it. Uncle encouraged it. That's what they was used to. So I would do it, but I would never feel like. That wasn't what you loved. It wasn't what I loved. Did did, did, did singing ever get pushed? Like, hey, just sing. 
Like, the, I mean, the, schools got chorus. Yeah, you know and, what I'm saying. And, and get, and, but and you can't I be would. in chorus because then if you get in chorus, they're gonna. You, <laughs> you, you talking about at Josie High School? You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Me in the chorus at Josie High School, I'm gonna have to fight every day. Would you? Let me ask you this question. Would you say that? And these are my. This is not a mindset now, but at that age, I'm pretty sure you're younger. For some reason, we think we, the things we think are important are really important. So really, technically speaking, it would have been easy for you to take two fights. You probably win them. Yeah. Cool. And then might might try it again. Now you can sing, right? But yep. instead, it's like, I got to put this defense mechanism on as if I love sports. Because yep. I, even though I really love singing and playing yeah. the piano and doing this, but I'm an addict. I love sports because I'm blending in with the sports. Yeah. You know, and I was but as a young adolescent, that's 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 the decisions we forced to make. I agree. When you when you <laughs> I agree. when you talk about arts and and, 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 and and sports, so I see why a lot of people that's doing arts don't like sports because they've lost so many people to arts to sports because <laughs> because of those people not wanting to stand up and and then the things they face at that age, and that's how you that's how you tackle it. You make a defense mechanism, like you don't like it, and you go from there. Yeah, to the point where you didn't even speak about singing and music, Never. but you love this and loved it. Loved it, bro. But it's like you came and bring it up. But like it's kind of, it's second nature to you to be like, I ain't talking about singing. You never humming. Like you never practicing. You could be getting better day by day by practicing. Now you're just not practicing. So yep. start from I'm not singing. Now you ain't going to church no more. I can't go to yep. church now because if I go to yep. church, I don't have to sing. I ain't no sucker, man. You know? Yeah. Oh, you just singing. You just singing a song. It's tough, bro. But that's that's the that's what you that's what you face at that age. And it's tough. And it and it and it led to like a lane of rebellion. It, like it did, it led to Lana Rebellion with the band. Like I even wanted to be in the band. That and that was kind of like in the same lane of being in the core. Oh, you in the band? Bro, that lane. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question about the band. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Did you? Were you ever envious about people who were in the band but were weren't considered lame? Like, damn, I could have if I just if I just like overcame that fear of possibly being looked at as lame, I could be I could be doing what I love to do. Because there's some people that's in definitely Josie Band yeah. that weren't looked at as lame. Yeah. And, but, and guess what? And, and a lot of people may not understand it, but, like, I was so motivated by the band. Like, every, everything <laughs> that would, like, bro, I would, be, I would literally be on the sideline on the football team, Josie, looking back, waiting on them to play 400. You see what I'm saying? Like looking at your true love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it used to it used to eat me up so much because I'm like, bro, like, what are you doing? So back to the rebellion. It led me to begin to do things because you in Augusta, Georgia, when you growing up in, in that age range, you got to prove to, to get quote unquote respect, you have to exude this this specific type of power to get this respect. Or you and it's sad, but you got to make people quote unquote scared of you. Right. So it go from the you talking that talk to now you, you stand on it. Now you got to stand on it. So you talking now you fighting now you picking up this fire. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So when you when you when it escalates to that and then you get in that water, you got to stay there. Yeah. So then you out there and then you just hoping you don't drown. So when I got out there, bro, it was like, dang, I'm out here now. But that respect that every teenager is looking for coming up, young black in Augusta, Georgia, going to Joseph High School, we we looking for that and we getting it from the streets and we getting it from street activity and you involved with stuff that you're not even understanding the time that it's gonna bring. When I think about it now, you think about singing and stuff like that, right? And you look at the 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 scope of things now, like you have singers who are more so on the tough side now too. I agree. As a matter of fact, everybody's singing now. I agree. We went from 
you know, people joked on Ja Rule for, for singing, but then 50 was tough and he was a little singing. Yep. Then, but it's like everybody's like, you have to sing now. So it's like, if you, do you ever, do you ever look back and think like, damn, I wonder how my life would have turned out had I just said, you know what, I'm going to stick with the singing, take whatever come that way. And I just have to deal with it because regardless of the fact, if you were putting it on a, a armor to yeah. be tough, it was there. It was there. So it was always there regardless. You know what I'm saying? Forever. It was forever there. And, and yes, I every single day. That's why, I, I like I told you before the cameras were like, this is a blessing. A lot of people have never heard me talk. A lot of people, like they've never heard me express that. Like you said, a lot of people didn't even know. I said, like, I came home, man. And it was like, I, like I've done a few funerals since I've been home. Mm. Like people who, who know that I can sing. Like, hey, bro, look, you know what I'm saying? Love when just pass being being my need you, and we'll go and won't even charge, but they still pay me. Yeah. When you think about it, you could have been making, you think about the money you, you, what you're doing out there to make what we think at the time is a lot of money. Yeah. But it ain't worth the risk or, or, or none of that stuff, right? Bro. How, how many funeral people die every day? Every day. Every day. Every day, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bro, and this is coming, this is coming from the activity. That I was involved with. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. It was absolutely no money in that stuff. Bro. I wanted so cause cause you mentioned like you obviously your brother older. So like what would that have played a role? Because yeah, they older than you, but they're not super older than you to where yeah. it's like, hey, this is wrong. Cause technically speaking, around yeah. that range, it's like 14 to 21, where as I think as men, I'll say as young men growing going to men, we still know right from wrong at the yeah. time. Like we cause a lot of us do put our persona on. Yeah. I, you know, I had the opposite. I took my arms off when I moved to Hancock. Like, okay. I, I love them. Like, I'm originally from a different place, so when I can move to him, I'm like, I love this. This is. I mean, it was tough areas. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, it ain't nothing like I'm used to. Okay. I can take that off now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could be, I could be chill. Okay. So I had a I had a different type of blessing, you know? But for somebody like who, who been in one space all their life and just, you know what you know, like you said, Glendale, it's the same as it was back then. It's probably worse now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... Think about them kids coming up. You know, they they picking up guns earlier now, and and know how to use them, and and and, and will use them in broad yeah. daylight, broad right? Daylight. So, I say it in a sense of like, yeah, you yeah you you probably you know felt like I had to put this arm on, but really it was no sense of direction because it wasn't the people you look up to be all trying to be directed some kind of somehow some way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like you don't get to that age. You're very lucky if you're 16 and very mature enough to make the right decisions. That's why you praise those people that didn't go to jail. You yep. that. Not that you're better than that person, but like, damn, that's dope that you were mature enough to make better decisions because a lot of us wasn't. And we have to change the narrative. You know? And I think we got to start pushing them people like, you know, those people you should listen to. I think a lot of times we have people like that speak at events. And I always say this, people that speak at events, like if you spoke at an event, I think people listen to you more because of your story and they're they, they going to listen to you more because of things you, you can say, I did this and it's documented I did this. Somebody else go, they ain't do nothing. It's like, I ain't listening to you. But really, yeah. it should be the other way around. It should you, be like, yo. You really need to be. I probably need listen. to follow why, like, how didn't you get caught up in none of this stuff, Damn you know? You. But that's just, that's the reality of, of the world we live in. Um, so I want to skip forward a little bit. So uh -huh. yeah, I see with the Josie. Um, I want to, I want to get into, you know, you know, why you, why you had your downtime and stuff like yeah. that. So like, what was it? Like, what, what was it that made you say, okay, well, singing, I can do that cool, but I want to choose I'm gonna just say the streets. All right. So what was it made you say when you choose streets? And then how long was that run before, you know? Exactly. So, and that's a great question. Man, when I did away with the singing as bad as I wanted to, when when it wasn't encouraged to be in the chorus, when it wasn't encouraged to be in the band, I would rap. All right, so I would rap. 
and started off like, man, <laughs> bro, on like on the bus. And bro, this is elementary school, bro. In Glendale, Mr. Sounds was like, I'm remixing songs on the radio on my grandma's porch at like 10 years old, bro. Mm. So remixing songs went from remixing songs to writing my own songs, like doing my own songs over like uh, other people beats or yeah, whatever yeah. at 11. 11 years old, recording on karaoke machines. You know what I'm saying? On, on the little cassette tape. Back when they had the cassette yeah, tape, you, you had to record yeah, yeah. over it. <laughs> 11 years old, recording on karaoke machines. 12, same thing. By the time I turned like 12, 13, got into an actual studio. Around this time, we were staying over there on Bungalow Road. We was kind of stationed over there, going around there to the studio. Man, and I'm just in there, you know what I'm saying? Just releasing, doing what I do. But it was just the motivation was coming from in there, like who, like who would rap, who was all around there. Mm -hmm. But like it was, it was like we we all we had, and everybody was trying to find their way. So it was like we was kind of the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Definitely. So it went from oh yeah, we rapping. Now we talking about all this stuff on these raps. So now you got the older dudes around here like. Look, bro, you you talking about all that on that song, bro? <laughs> yeah. So now we're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure you right, you right, big bro. So now it went from talking about this stuff on this song to now I'm doing it so because feel I like, feel like I got this. Like that, you got to build your resume so so, now, so so that you can put these songs out and nobody question it. And I and, and I'm thinking, yeah, well, I'm I'm thinking now I'm hiding everything. <laughs> like I'm, I, I think I got it all figured out. Yeah. I'm just out here. I'm moving. Boy, I know what I'm doing. Man, he fucking tell my nothing. I know what I'm doing. So the run went from we rapping. So then when we stopped rapping and doing what we rapping by, the rapping completely stopped. Now it's just charges, charges, cases, cases, charges, juvenile. You know what I'm saying? 13, 15, 17. You know what I'm saying? 18 come. The run was over with. So I can say strong. From 13 to 18, you like <laughs> kept wagging like I wagged the entire juvenile stage. Like wag and just was getting like juvenile probation. Mm. Was wagging the entire time. They sent me right back home to my mom. So you see, but see, and that's I, I think that part of the problem too, because then you feel like I feel like that becomes a thing where like, okay, when I do something at 18, I can just come home to mama. But that's it. They told me they, they at tricked 15. You. They told me at 15. I called a uh, charge when I was 15, man, uh, to put me on probate, juvenile probation for it, sent me back home to my mama. Went down there, she took me down, they told me, they said, listen, all right, you, you, just, you just got this little charge at 13, you know what I'm saying? Right. You was on probation for it, we got you off for it, you know what I'm saying? Okay, cool, and, it, and that's when I was at Murphy. Got to Josie, when I was 15, situation happened, they told me, when you turn 17, we gonna get you. And I'm just in up. You, you you think you got it all This is what they telling me You think you got it all figured out When you turn 17 I promise you We gonna catch you I'm just in the light bro Really Like bro Y'all just y'all just had me on probation At 13 When y'all know What was really going on Like right now Y'all know what's going on Bam 15 Got got You know what I'm saying Got back right Everything was straight 17 came You know what I'm saying Still at Josie Another charge So it was like I'm still in school. I'm still trying, but it's still like I, I got this. I got to prove. I got to get this respect. I, I got to get this type of respect from everybody around me and show everybody around me. Oh yeah, bro, built like that. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So now I'm out here doing all kind of dumb stuff just to get this type of respect. But back then, that's what it was about. It was about getting respect. When you move, you want people to know. Oh, don't even play with bro. Brain ain't look. Don't even play with bro. Built like that. You feel mm -hmm. where I'm coming from? 17 got charged, bam. 
know what I'm saying? We went on out there, you know what I'm saying, situation. Yeah, so that was 13, 15, 17, 17 came, bro. Got in a situation. You know, a situation happened at Josie. You know what I'm saying? Got suspended from Josie. You know what I'm saying? They were sending the, whole, the, uh, the homework and stuff home to us, doing the work at home or whatever. They well, We went through the tribunal situation or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They was going to send us to alternative school, but alternative school was right there on Bungalow Road. Right, so right, they right. didn't send none of us because they like, okay, you got Pine Walk right here. All of them stay right here. We can't send these folks up. They say, so, all right, how about this? Y'all just stay at home until we tell y'all to come back. So, majority of that year, you know what I'm saying, we just at home, doing work at home. Okay, came back. So, came back, you know what I'm saying, with the work that we did, you know what I'm saying, the teachers there, they did what they can do, you know what I'm saying, we turned in what we could turn in. So, graduation came, you know what I'm saying, and surprisingly, everybody that was caught up in that situation you know what I'm saying? Got their diploma. You know what I'm saying? We were still like going to do community service and we was on probation for the situation, but played out. Okay, so we get off of that. Graduate, get my diploma. You know what I'm saying? Blessing. You know what I'm saying? Got my diploma gave to my mama because the work she put in for me to get that diploma, like, like that last year, when I say she, look, that's her diploma. That was not my <laughs> diploma, bro. She she put that work. She made sure she went up there to that school, got that work, came back home, made sure I did that work. Ain't no matter who I had to hit up about this work, whatever it was. Who who like I'm talking about who I can remember hit. I done hit up uh uh Deshante, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Tay. Yeah. Hit up about the math. Just like, man, listen, bro. When I say just getting all of that done, that was her diploma. So gave it to her, whatever, everything good, graduated. The thing about that was didn't take the uh, SAT or the ACT. Took the graduation test. Passed all the graduation tests. First try, except social studies. All right, so let me tell you why. I'm in there tripping. I'm in there feeling like, and it was our teacher named Mr. Franklin. I'm in there feeling like, man, bro, ain't talking about nothing. History, what's this? You know what I'm saying? Being, being, man, look, bro, I'm, I'm now. I'm living now. What, what's it? <laughs> bro, when I say the man literally. When it came to the Bill of Rights, when it came to your rights as a citizen, as, as far as like the law, law enforcement, you see what I'm saying? This man would make us repeat this stuff, like write it down and repeat it. And we just be like, bro, what's it? He, yes, we did tell us, you're going to need this, bro. At one point. You're yeah, going to need, need it at some point. And man, it didn't click until I actually, like, they sat me down. It didn't click until I actually got it. sat down. So, man... So it went on, man. Graduation came, got my diploma, you know what I'm saying? With like what May, June is graduation time. My birthday came in August, you know what I'm saying? So I had just turned 18 that August, you know what I'm saying? Graduated 17 and yeah, had just yeah. turned 18 that August. That September came and everything fell down. So everything came to an end. And that's when situation happened, man. And I caught I caught some time and they sent me on down the road. When when the situation that happened, um, when you turned eighteen, did you feel like it was just gonna get thrown away? Like, yep. So you get you got arrested and then you just they, did you bond out at all? And, and and I bonded out. And and the reason why I bonded out, it was like the situation at hand. Me, it was like they when I went to the hospital before I even went like to the precinct and like went into. Like the investigation room and actually getting arrested and locked up, I ended up going to the hospital. So, with you went to the hospital based on what happened. Yeah, 
Okay, tell me this. Tell me. All tell, right. So give me, the, give, me, give me the backstory. All right. So the rundown of it, like I say, thirteen to seventeen, I'm out there doing whatever I want to do, but it's all to get disrespect. That's that's really not even there. Just like it's chase not, something that don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It's not even there. Like I'm I'm grabbing at something that's not there. Mm-hmm. Doing all of that, getting disrespect. So by the time I started getting that respect, oh, bro, built like that, bro. Look. Man, look, I ain't look. Don't even go around there with all that extra. Don't even let him come around you and say too much. Like it, it got to that point. So I'm like, okay, this this how you do it. This is what you're supposed to do. So, man, situation had brought this particular night. I'm with my little partner, man. You know what I'm saying? Situation play out how it play out. He with his girl. I'm with my girl. You know what I'm saying? So after everything play out, bro, it's like. The way the way it orchestrated it, it showed me not in that moment, but when I sat down, it showed me that was like, bro, it, it's time to sit down because how it happened, bro. I literally, bro, get shot like, and you can see the outing right here is clear as day right here, yeah, and it went in right here, bro. When I say when the situation happened, and with me being shot, it's like, all right. Uh, it's me it's me psyching myself out but i know what just happened right you see what i'm saying like I, i'm knowing how it just played out and i'm like all right maybe if i act like it didn't happen to that but man so when the situation played out and i realized that i'm shot man go in the house or whatever you know what i'm saying if i go in the house i sit in the back we'll make you not go to the hospital first but but see this but this is what i'm telling you know what i'm saying my people like hey listen you know what i'm saying take me to the hospital gotcha, okay you see what i'm saying i'm like take me to the hospital but you know they so bro what just happened what just happened so i'm like bro just take me to the hospital take me to the hospital i can't get a mental connection with nobody because everybody's just you know what i'm saying crazy thing about a woman's intuition my mother called me directly before I went and did what I did. Directly. When I say directly before I went and did what I did. Hey, listen. You ain't been home. You know what I'm saying? A few weeks. You acting like you grown. You ain't answering your phone. You, you need to come home. All right, I'm going to come home. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get somebody. Look. All them cars that they got around there can't nobody bring you home. You need to get home. I don't know what's wrong with you. Being, 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 being. You know what I'm saying? A couple of weeks prior to that, she sent my grandma around there. Like, look, bruh. My grandma got, got home from being okay around there. Look, your mama calling me talking about you ain't been home. Like, you need to go home. Then my grandma telling me. And then, and pff, blessed lady, bro. She had a dream. She literally had a dream about me being shot and getting locked up. Damn. T- and told me this. Came over there while I'm standing right down on the corner. Told me this. You know what I'm saying? Er- earlier this day, who I see. Uh, on the same day, because I had on like a green uh, a green New York Yankee hat. I had it to the back. Uh, Danny Daggett rolled by. He rolled by in a truck or whatever. Danny Daggett, who used to play football yeah, yeah, with Joseph. Yeah, yeah. He rolled by. Hunked the horn like, boy, what you doing out there? You know what I'm saying? And just rolled by. So later on that same exact day, my grandma, she rolled by there, told me the dream. She was like, look, I just had a dream last night that... You was finna get shot, you know what I'm saying? And you gonna get locked up. So I'm like, man, go ahead on, you know what I'm saying? I said, I'm all right, I'm all right. She went on by her way. So like I say, right before the situation happened, my mama called me, told me to come home. Bam, one stunning. 
So situation transpired. Me and my little partner, we do what we do. Get back, like I say. So when the situation happened, it's like it shocked me because, and I and like, and I'm knowing, I'm knowing that how it happened wasn't intentional. You know what I'm saying? Like I know that that wasn't necessarily what he was trying to do, but that's how it played out. You see what I'm saying? So when it played out, he like, oh shit, bro, damn, like, oh my fault, bro, my. But really. It was him in that situation, mm-hmm. not necessarily thinking. He just like, bro, we got, you know what I'm saying? Instead of him just disposing it, he ended up right. hitting me with it. You see what I'm saying? So it was a wake-up call for me. It was a wake-up call for me. Did you, like, did, did, did the people around you ever like, I don't know, like, you doing something like, say, Something like that. I, I'm thinking eight mile, you know, try to yeah. ball and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, was it like a not it's not a funny situation, not a yeah. joke, but was no. it did you get clown for that? Like wonderful question. So the story was I went in, did what I did, you know what I'm saying? You know, they, they know. I went and did what I did and shot myself. That was the story. Now, the story, and I mean, you know, and, and it's understandable due to how I handled the situation and was just like, bro, look, when you get in there, bro, and like, they literally just showing you like, <laughs> bro, it's all evidence this, right this like, what it is, bro. <laughs> like, this what it is. So, you gonna either play it like this. So, it was it was literally to where they felt like, dang, like he, he is really just gonna take his lick. Like, he gonna take his lick and he ain't trying to bring nobody down with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so they just in a little old you, little old you did all that. Ain't no way you did all that by yourself. Da da this, da da that. So they didn't necessarily get the story right, of, right, 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 you know what I'm right. saying, my partner shoot me. They felt like, oh, okay, well, how about this? Since you don't want to let us know what really happened, you shot yourself. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And it was, you know what I'm saying, it was statements or whatever that kind of, Stress it's funny that. you say that because if you're in a real situation, uh, I remember back then at the time, I, I would I would look at him at the time. I remember you, you even had an arc and jerk. I was like, I was yeah. Like, like, and I, it said, I'm, it, I'm knowing you. I'm like, And it clearly him. said. The same thing they saying to you. I'm thinking the same thing. Like, nah, that's no way. Not him. Not. And it clearly no, no said, way. teenager. It says, teenager shoots himself after a robbery. Yeah. That was the story. But me personally, I knew how it played out. So, I left it the way it was because anything other than that, okay, you got to implicate somebody else at that point. You see what I'm that, saying? That, so I mean, that's not the, the principle that uh, we built on. At the time. Exactly. So in that stage of getting this respect and these street codes, that's what you living by. So whenever a situation play out, you in your situation, you, you get caught up in your situation, yeah. you take your lick. You don't bring nobody down with you. So with me not, Letting them know what really happened, the story came to where, oh, yeah, teenager shoots himself after robbing one, really. And when you think about it, like I said, you joke a lot, so people probably look at it a certain yeah. way. Like, I don't know if I'm joking, like, why, why he did that for? You know, yeah, and, so, and, and and guess what? And a lot of people may believe that. You yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, of course, before, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. before the podcast, they 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 may look at it like, boy, what you mean to tell me he done, boy, and like you say, oh, cheddar bob, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you yeah, get yeah. that. And, but I was okay with that because I knew 
and like everybody around me knew like that ain't what happened. Dang, that was messed up, and and they knew how it really played out. So with me taking my lick, man, with everything playing out how it played up, like I felt, I felt good about myself. Not. Bringing nobody in that situation with me. What was that time like before you got sentenced? I guess at that, that time, because you got bonded out. So yep. What Bond. was that? What was that time period like? So bonding out, and, and this and this is just what this is just what I believe. I believe the state didn't necessarily want to go through the procedures and the paperwork or doing the surgery to get the bullet out my leg, so they gave me a bond. So when I got out on bond, that's when I got the bullet out my leg mm. because the bullet was still in so my. So you leg. was in jail with a bullet in your leg. Yeah, I was still in the wheelchair and everything. Damn. Yeah, I'm still in the wheelchair. Everything couldn't walk or nothing. So they they did what they did. They would patch up, you know what I'm saying, give me the dressings and have me in the wheelchair, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like my family, they stayed on it. Like, like we got to see how we can do this. But like I say, me personally, I just feel like the state didn't want to necessarily do away with the surgery. So they just went on here, let me out, you know what I'm saying? Got out, got the surgery or whatever. So did you feel like at that time, like, okay, well, I'm just gonna be home. I'm gonna get more more probation. Man, like, I knew, like, I knew I was going to have to go back and face it due to me taking my lick. You know what I'm saying? Due to me knowing that, like, bro, you can sit up here and play. You can play stupid all you want to and take it to trial. That's you. Mm -hmm. You know what days and time you in. you took a plea? Of course. Of course. I definitely What would you, what would you facing? Like, how much time would you facing? All right, before? so you know how they give you the, for okay, for the charge, you know what I'm saying? The seven deadly sins, any seven deadly sins, right, they give right, you 25 right. to life, regardless right. of what it is. I don't care if it's murder, and whether they drop it into involuntary, aggravated assault, armed robbery, any other deadly sins. Yeah, and back then it was 401. Yeah. So 401, if you was on that fifth floor, that sixth floor, you getting ten or better. You know what I'm saying? So it was just me knowing that I was going back. So my mental was different. So all I was trying to do was to get out here and do whatever I can do to get the less time as possible. So got out. Back to me not taking the SAT or the ACT. When I graduated, that's what I chose to do. When it took the SAT and the SAT, bro, and I didn't necessarily feel like academics would be a lane for me either. Bro, I literally went in there took them tests passed these tests and a lot of people don't know this and this this is the first well a product to be, be the first like broadcast that i have bro this is the first time a lot of people are hearing this bro got out on bond passed the act sat bro and enrolled in Payne college that following semester Nah, you know it's crazy it's not even funny it's like it's a good story because like evan said the same thing he said during that time, cause robbery as well. During that time, he like, all right, well, let me try to prove to them I'm doing something. Maybe yep. I won't get no time out. But I, I think we think that's how it works because it, that's how they're telling you yep, it works. And it, and your it whole don't. juvenile time, like, just do good and you be all right. Yep. So you do something, like, I'm going to just do good. I'll be all right. Nah, it's too late now. It's showing you. Like, yeah, we, we want you with that mindset, but, bro, you finna go do the E-team. Right. So, and, and at that time, I didn't necessarily know how much time it was going to be, but so did SAT, ACT, passed it, enrolled into a pain, you know what I'm saying, at the top of the year. Situation happened September, you know what I'm saying, got out on bond, you know what I'm saying, by that October, took the test October, you know what I'm saying, November, December, getting everything together, financial aid, January, I'm in pain college. So, man, got there in it, bro. It was, it was an eye-opener. Like, it was a reality check because it showed me, like, bro, you clearly could have been doing this, could have been doing the whole time. Clearly. And got in there, you know what I'm saying, taking an English one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? They advanced English, taking, you know what I'm saying? All these courses. And I had a music appreciation class. 
Everything, so pretty much everything you thought you had to do, it was always right there. For it you. was right, right down the block. And I'm, from Glendale, right? Right, right down the block. there. Everything is right there. So it go back to what we were saying a little while ago. Like a lot of times we think we don't have the resources, but we're just not utilizing every single thing because we think we got to do sports. We think sports the only way out. Yep. And if it, don't, if it ain't sports, then like you said, you did the rapping. That's what the I The rapping made you go start doing the other stuff. But yep. really, if you had this son the whole time, you could have been in pain when you was in high school. For real, Because they got programs for that. But it, like I said, it do take that. It takes somebody, somebody showing you. Yeah. You just did what, you was a parking environment. You just did everything that was around you. So in your mind, you're not doing nothing wrong because anybody else getting 10 years? Yep. <laughs> no, yeah. Why are you? You know what I'm saying? Real. Anybody else getting shot? Why are you? But that's just the, that's the nature of the business. That's of that business, rather. You know, um, I was on him last week. I had somebody on and I asked him a question about, uh, I think somebody got killed. And I asked him, like, you know, when it happens, a lot of times you got people who, Say it's a click. You you got your click. You win. Right. In y'all mind, somebody mess with. Matter of fact, I know I know who you hung with. So yeah, I remember if somebody fight one y'all, y'all all go fight. Everybody fight. Y'all fight. Y'all, y'all fight. Right. Cool. That's how it goes. It, and then get it, it escalates. Shooting all that stuff. It, rob all that stuff. You rob one of mine. You gonna catch one of y'all. All right. Cool. And then I asked myself, well, why? How come like when this person you know got killed, why? Like, it seemed like we no get back for it. He was like, that's just the way it goes sometimes. And I was like, damn. Imagine. You giving so much of yourself and your your because for respect and all this stuff for to an entity and, it, and like somebody can answer a question like, shit, it's just the way it go. Yeah, it's like oh, wow. I wish I knew that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish I knew that. And that that be my only issue with stuff like that. We got all these morals, values, and principles, but really when it come down to it, you on your own. Better believe it, bro. Because you're gonna do them ten by. I mean, but, listen, the people that are doing that doing that time with you, your mom, your grandma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It sucks for them. Yeah, because they do it as well. But the people you think doing what you ain't doing with you, they're not. Life is going on. They straight. They're not, bro. They're not. And it's and, they and might it's, post free you here and there. But yeah. All right. Cool. That, and, that didn't get me free. Yeah. <laughs> you know and, what and, I'm and it's amazing because I mean it's a cycle. That's what they used to 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 feel like that is enough. Like being on the outside to feel like that's enough just to say a free bro. Like it's amazing, bro. Like it amazes me, bro. So I how, I had how that. I'm mean, I'm mean, asking how that feel like. I don't know what your situation like during that time you was there, but like, did you ever feel like during that time you were alone, like it was just you? Like, listen, man, and everybody. Cause you did all Ooh. ten, right? If yes. I'm mistaken. Yes, did every day of ten, man, and in in the uh the situation, man, it was like, all right, when you're there, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You 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 got your people who gonna write. You got your people who gonna come see you, and of course that's gonna be close people. You know what I'm saying? Of course, one of my main ones, of course, Mom Deuce. You know what I'm saying? She she came up and down that road. It's always Mom Deuce. She did what she had to do, and guess what? She gonna forever be saluted for that. So being in there, you gonna have them people. You know what I'm saying? Like my pops, like bro. When I say he literally, like I don't know if the situation made him feel like, damn, bro, I gotta be there for my son. But when I say that, man, look. He did every single thing he could to, like, come up there and express himself to me. Like, hey, listen, bro, this is why I got out the street, bro. Like, if I wouldn't have got out the street, bro, I wouldn't even be able to come see you, bro. Like, this, this is the reason why I'm happy that I got out the street so I can come and be, be some type of support for you this long time. He said, bro, 10 years is a long time, good or bad, bro. I just want to be the hit of support any way I mm-hmm. can. And I salute him for that. But... With them people doing that, so you got visitation. Visitation, depending on where you're at, county jail, 30 minutes, hour, prison, you know what I'm saying? Two, three hours. So out of them two, three hours, what? 
every other weekend, you know what I'm saying? That's the time you get, and that's that break you getting, and then you get like the 15-minute phone calls. But majority of that time, you are by yourself. Like you are in there alone. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to necessarily like give off. You don't want to give off or display that like you alone to the people who supporting you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's love there. So and I, I hate to say this, like, but tell me, and tell me if I'm wrong if I say this right. But I almost feel like you say it's a cycle, and, and I, I agree, all this stuff is a cycle, right? But everything we talked about, you not singing, like choosing not to sing because you want to have this persona of, you know, hey, I'm not, don't try me. Yeah, right? it, exactly. It almost like it gives you for that lifestyle of being in jail. It because you said you, like, you now, you, money. now you showing you still having a, the cape. You hit it on the money, plan, you know. So almost like you train yourself to get there. That's the term, train. That that was training. That 13 to 18-year-old training in the street trained me for prison. Got in prison, and you have to be that way in prison. If you're anything under that, you will be played with. You will be tried. And, and that's just the dynamics of it. So with people like the support, like, the support that I would get from my family, it was appreciated and loved. You know what I'm saying? So to answer your question about did I ever feel, feel like I was alone, like, like you are alone. Like you are in there by yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The 15-minute phone calls, that's that blessing. That's that relief. That's that break. The visitations, letters, money orders, that's that break. The reality of you in there doing it day for day, ain't nobody going to feel that but you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I want to express that for individuals who've been in that situation that that may not know how to express it to their families that listen like i appreciate everything y'all did and it's love and it helped me but at the end of everything that was there to help like i'm in there by myself Mm. i had to stand on my own too it's so oh my god it's so many situations that don't get to your family that you have to stand on because you don't want to call out there stressing them by name. You got to stand on that, bro. But you made them choices to get there. So the training, answering the question about the training, yes, it trains you for that. So when you get in there, ain't no all of that asking folks for stuff, accepting folks for stuff. Nah, bro, either live off the land or go without it. Damn. When it comes to gambling, you know what I'm saying? Gambling is risky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got people, you know what I'm saying? That's how they move. That's how they maneuver. But gambling is risky. It's so much. Like, it, it goes all the way down to you can't even play cards with a person, bro. But let me ask you. So, you're timing it, right? So, what, what what was your actual sentence? Like, what was the from what to what? That you all right. Given? So, my sentence was, so they came. They was coming with all these extra pleas at first. You know they're going to come with the max. So, Bam. Nah, uh-uh. I can't, no, I can't take that. So they went from the life to all right, the 25 do 15 to the to the 20 do 15. And then they came with the 20 do 10. You know what I'm saying? So when they came with the 20 do 10, the understanding of them seven deadly sins and specifically armed robbery being a mandatory minimum of 10. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So when you're talking about like anything like as far as like armed robbery. Involuntary manslaughter, murder, you know what I'm saying? Situation like that, the mandatory minimum, you know what I'm saying, was 10 years. And in that time, it was people that was catching on robberies that was getting 20 to 10s. Right, and right, you had right. people that was catching bodies do, getting 20 to 10s, you know what I'm saying? But the DA at that time, she was just trying to get convictions. She was trying to get as many as convictions. So it's a numbers game. It, of course it's a numbers game because she's a judge now. Mm-hmm. She was a DA back then. By the time I got halfway in my bed, she was a judge. You see what I'm saying? 
when it comes to paperwork. They're not necessarily going through all the procedures to get you your paperwork. They getting you to sign this plea and sending you on about your way. So a lot of people got 20 to 10. So a lot of us was coming home around the same time. Like when you talk about like 08, 09, 2010, like in them three years, when people was catching all them bodies on robberies, aggravated assaults, catching them 10 years, all of us was coming home back to back around the same time. So a lot, like right now, you'll catch a lot of people out here that done done 10 years. And yeah. like the older people that done done 15, 20 years, but it's a lot of people that's out right now that was on that 10 year stretch due to a specific DA. But of course, you know, we're not finna disclose her name. Of course not. But man. you, but you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but, but she's definitely a judge now. So man, it was like it it was deep to where like, all right, you can be there and say you can be playing cards, you can be playing dominoes, and some somebody has come out their mouth wrong. It can go left field. So you got you gotta steer away from those situations or just simply trying to play cards, bro. Simply trying to play cards, simply trying to play bones, simply just try so basketball. Nothing that simple. Bro, nothing in there is simple at all. It's it's something behind every single thing. In there. You can't play a basketball game without somebody saying something, doing something crazy, doing something out the way you sit. Like, nothing's in there simple. How many um, facilities did you have to go through? Would you do that one the whole time? Or? Everybody, everybody who go through it, you gon' you gonna be in your county jail. You gonna go from your county jail. You gonna go. You gonna go through Reedsville. You know what I'm saying? Reedsville. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much a transfer prison, and that's just a transfer prison when you go into your actual prison. But you gonna leave your county jail, and, county jail, and you going to Jackson. It used to be coastal. You know what I'm saying? But when the years start coming up, like I say that 2010, you was going to Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Gucci talked about it in his book. You know what I'm saying? You know you you got artists that talked about who like who done did time talk about Jackson and they, bro. It's a classification prison. You gonna go through that. It's like, I guess the, the like a military base for the streets. Mm. It's like a military, base. like how you. But people are explaining about the military. You go in there, you got to shave all your hair off. You got to deal with a person, talk to you any type of way. You know what I'm saying? The only difference, and I don't necessarily know if the the beating you and putting their hands on you going in the military, but when you're going through there, they land on you to act like you gangster. They laying on you to swear like you built like that. They hoping you coming in there claiming anything you want to claim. I don't care blood, crip, GD, vice. I don't care what you with. They hoping you coming in there banging that, standing on that. They hoping you get your partners with them because they want some action. You know what I'm saying? You talking about you got big, muscular people that train every single day. You know what I'm saying? But And they also have like, they have reinforcement and have like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They is Whether it's nightsticks, tasers. Like, they got stuff, of course, to make sure they win. So, bro, it's like you get there. It's like, a, like I said, military base for the streets. You go in there. Shaving your head. They talking to you crazy. They sending you in the dorm with everybody who feel like they gangster around Georgia. That's who you in this prison with. So, you think. You said military base. I, I'm, I'm thinking sports. So, you ever, you ever heard of AAU? Okay, okay. Like AAU for the streets. Like, everybody who tough, you, you tough, you tough. You, 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 you a criminal. You, oh, y'all come here. You, ha you finna have to show. And that's like a whole circuit of everybody who think they, they gangsters. Show your skill now. So now, <laughs> it, it's finna get real. Oh, you can hit. You finna see, because every, like, everybody in Georgia who feel like they built like that, who feel like they body and feel like they gangster, are we here. And we here at this time. You feel like you can hit. Ain't nobody knocks you out in the county jail. I promise you, you finna find somebody at Jackson. You feel like you was in the county jail. Folks were scared of you because you had that poker. 
Folks got stuff this long at Jackson. You feel like you finna go in here, swindle and, and finesse and, 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 and scam and, and, be, and be on this skin table, be on this poker table, you finna get poked up. That's, that's just what's going on. So it's like Augusta, man, and it's crazy, man. Augusta was just like its own family. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Quote, unquote, you know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna use I wonder that though because I always, when I, when I see people that's injured, I'll be like, I see them take pictures, I see them around each other, yeah. but like, I know outside of that they wouldn't be around each other, but you have no choice in there because it's like, hey, look, we trying to make a home, right? The only people, and the only people like who will really notice is people who did time. I don't care if y'all was shooting at each other on the street. I don't care how much you was beefing. I don't care about the back and forth. I don't care if it was Sunset Southside. I don't care if it was Shirley or Uptown. If y'all was beefing, by the time you get to Jackson, y'all brothers. Because you got folks from Atlanta. You got folks from Savannah. You got folks from these country towns who click up. And a lot of times, folks from the country town, they try to click up with bigger cities. One thing about Augusta. I don't care what gang you with. I don't care what type of affiliation you got going on. Augusta is a family. Once you step in Jackson, any situation go on, any situation you hear about as far as like making sure each other eat good, making sure each other safe, good. That that's that's just how it was. You know, you see yeah. you still had the playing around going on, you know what I'm saying? Stow they come. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, if they ready to eat, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna have them couple that's gonna go get a couple of stow bags and bring it back to the dome, make sure everybody eat. You know what I'm saying? But that's just how it goes. So like I, like you say, you can say it's like the AAU. Like, bro, it's like you get you got to show your skill now. You the best fighter. You the best stabber. You the best finesse. You the best gambler. Got to oh, prove it. Oh, you finna prove it now. So, and guess what it does for you? Right, we good. For sure. And guess, and guess what it does for you? It... It sets up to, you know what I'm saying, where you go and what prison you go to. So by the time I was coming in, happened in 09. So by the time 09, you know what I'm saying, 09 coming down, coming on in uh, 2010, when I took my time, they started this new thing like private prisons. You see what I'm saying? And they started doing away with state prisons. You know what I'm saying? Specific state prisons, they were shutting them down. So now they got this new system, private prisons. So now... These private prisons are holding more prisoners, bro. So, all right, so you're going county jail, you're going through Jackson, you're going from Jackson to Reesville, another transfer prison, and from Reesville, you're going to your actual prison. So they had this, and it, it was, I guess it was fairly new, a uh, uh, prison called Willow. Man, I got there, you know what I'm saying, 18 at the time. So they was building this section, 800 and 900. You see what I'm saying? It was building it like out, you know what I'm saying? It was supposed to be like a new section away from the actual uh prison that they had that was Willow. So and it but you know, of course it was the same prison. Man, when I say I got there, I ain't never seen so many them ship so many people like in one space in in, yeah. in in such a small amount of time. So you would always get moved around and moved around until they got it exactly how they wanted it. So they got it to where now, once they got everything together. What they built out there as 800 and 900. Now they want all the young, gang banging, and hotheads in 800 and 900. Now, so now we're going to get them together. We can watch them a little better. Because you had you had a cell house that was there and you had the hole that was there. Well, you had 400, you know what I'm saying, people that didn't know about 400. And then you had 600, you know what I'm saying, which actually had like, you know what I'm saying, cell houses or whatever. But 800 and 900 open doors. Bro, you got like 80 to 100 people in the dome, man. That's crazy. 
That's crazy. Bunk, uh, bunk beds. If you sleep in the back, you back here by the showers, toilets, all that. So nighttime, people taking a shower, people using the bathroom, you back there, you got to smell it all night. Damn. That's um, <laughs> wild. Is it during that ten years? Do you ever get comfortable? Like ever? Like is it, ever, is it ever a comfortable time? Like you know what? Sad to say, it's home. Sad to say, bro, you do get comfortable. It's sad to say. And what I mean by comfortable, I is respect this. that. That's honest. That's honest though. And, and what I mean by this, I'm, I'm not saying comfortable as far as like you love it. I'm not saying comfortable as you want to be there. But when you've done as much time as I've done. You get to that point, bro, to where your tiredness turns to humbleness, bro. You get so tired of being tired to where your tiredness turns to humbleness. You get tired of saying you're tired and you get tired of feeling tired. And it's like when you accept it, it turns to humbleness. And that's where that comfort comes. The, the comfort comes within yourself. And it's like you know how to move and how to operate without allowing this situation to just have you just going crazy. But how long did it take you to? Bro, it many, took me about, I honestly say. I had to get to about seven years. Mm. I had well, to get to about I mean, seven you years. Said, you said something about being tired. I assume seven years. You're like, damn, I'm still here. I had to get to about seven years. Once I hit like that seven-year mark and it got to drifting on down, I said, bro, like, this is where you been. This is where you are. But one thing about it, you ain't got no life sentence. So you will be out here. So what you need to stop doing, bro, like you wearing yourself down, bro. You what was your time like though? Like you did, but like I'm not, and I'm not saying it to you to, for you to glorify. But like, did you have to fight a lot? Did you have to? Bro, was it's it rough for you. It's like, the, and the saddest part about it is just it started in the county with the training. So like I say, from 13 to 18, that training. Soon as you get in there, folks gonna look, folks gonna watch. Oh, did they go try? You know what I'm saying? It's gonna start. It's gonna start off with the. Okay, who he was beefing with on the street? Who he used to be with on the street? So it's gonna start off with a little beef on the street. Bro, I got in there, bro. Bro, I'm talking about I know for a fact I ain't had no type of beef with this man personally on the street. He was beefing with my partner. But just because this was what this was my partner, and he know this was my partner, and my partner beat him on the street, now I'm beefing with this dude in here. Mm. Got to hit with him. So in the county, it starts there. But oh, one thing I can say about that county jail, the old school dudes from Augusta, like, they'll grab you and they'll get with you. Like, look, young blood. You got too much time to be trying to do your time like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you'll explain, like, bro, I, went, I ain't really even on that, bro. But home, look, I understand that. You know what I'm saying? You stood on yours, bro. That's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to always act the dope. I don't care where you go. So, so you got the right idea. I don't care where you go in the state of Georgia, any prison. Just how you just stood up right there. Yeah, you got to continue to stand up like that. But you don't want to do your time like that, young boy. She said, I promise you, because it's going to get worse. You're going to get tired of fighting. And once you get tired of fighting, you ain't going to do nothing but try to play with them knives. Same thing on the street. you fighting on the street. And once you, after you fight somebody on the street and they pull some fire on you and you ain't got no fire, now, oh, no, I got to have some. He said, bro, it's the same thing, bro. It's going to be the same reason you picked up the fire on the street. going to be the same reason you pick up a knife in there. You don't want to do your time of that. So, yeah, man, like, bro, like you going to fight, bro, but you don't have to choose to continue. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to choose to continue to do it. You, you, learn, how to, you learn how to pretty much not put yourself in a position to even have to. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? And I had to learn that. You know what I'm saying? It took a little while. So, yeah, man, got in a few fights, but it took it took for me to get in them to see, like, man, it was like in the county jail. My mama told me, man, and this and this is one thing that woke me up. You know, so she wanted to come see me. You know, so I was at 401. And 
And just before just before that situation, you know what I'm saying, dude, I had got into it with, he was like, you know what I'm saying? He was just still like on that vibe, bro. Bro, I'm trying to hit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So she was telling him, like, I want to come see you, you know what I'm saying? So don't get in no trouble. Now, mind you, she don't even know I'm in here, you know what I'm saying? Get in trouble. You, you feel me? <laughs> shit, like, and she and she just feel like, you know what I'm saying? He calling me, he good, you know what I'm saying? She don't know I got to go in the room with that man. I'm talking about we ain't oh my, we and we ain't hit hitting, bro. I got to stand on mine, you know what I'm saying? But that's just stuff you don't necessarily express to your people, you know what I'm saying? Long as I go to visitation and I'm straight, I'm good. So she told me that and it woke me up because I was like, dang. So out of that situation right there, I learned how not to put myself in a position to have to do it to where, like I said, it would have had her like, dang, why I can't see him? Oh, he was just in here fighting. So being, 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 being. So I learned from there. Got to prison, man. You know what I'm saying? Got to prison, got to Willa. And you know what I'm saying? Situation happened again there. But after that, it was like, all right, okay. All right, I know how to do this now, like. I ain't I ain't finna keep like going through this shit because there more people, you know what I'm saying, more gangs, more members in these gangs. Like I said, Augusta is more so like a family, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And they're consider, it's home, so that's yeah. way. Everything everybody I don't care away. what it is, you boy. Look, anything going on from Augusta, folks finna ride by it. Like, regardless if you beefing or not. Got the willy, you know what I'm saying? I was in uh I want to say 100 at that time. But uh, uh, Trouble was down there, man. Uh Trouble, uh, the artist yeah, the from Atlanta. Yeah. Man, he was down there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dre down was down there at that time. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dre, man. Man, like all of us was down there, man. And like, you wouldn't even know. Like, honestly, bro, trouble ain't even necessarily just like like was around there, like on no rap type vibe though. You know what I'm saying? He was just kicking it with his people, kicking it with folk from the A. You know what I'm saying? Uh, kicking it with the Bloods or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, but it was like, I can say that. From me seeing like, cause he went home, like he went home like around that what Decemberish time, like okay, so I was eighteen, went on through there, and that was t- yeah. So he went home like around like the Decemberish time. So when he got out, you know what I'm saying? I ain't necessarily know he was like serious about you know what I'm saying. You know, so I knew about duct tape, yeah, I yeah. knew about all that, but it was just I'm like, bro, really? It was it was like motivation, you know what I'm saying? So man, when you around so many people, like. 3,500 inmates at, at this prison. So to to stay out of stuff, you got to stay out of stuff. Like I say, is it harder? Because like you know, we say in the neighborhoods, you go, you're yes. part of the environment. Yes, it's, it's a smaller sample space, sample size, and it's home, but you still it's get in trouble. Yes, because it's, it's there. But now it's, I mean, it's even more now, and everybody's. All right, let's say out of 3,000, let's say five people innocent. Okay, yeah, cool. Get oh five, yeah, you know yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Naturally, the rest of them be, is real. Hate to label label y'all as that, but it's real criminals. These people are really doing crimes and did what they what, 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 what they what they said they did. Yeah. So how do you like not get in trouble when now you rap people that's really doing it? These are yeah professional criminals at this point. You, and, and you want to know how? The difference is now that like the dynamics are different because now you in a situation where I mean you caught now and with you being caught you not even worried about getting caught no more on thing you worry about catching some more time or going to the hole nobody care about going to the hole so in your mind that was you didn't care about that no, but the, the hold is pretty much what you want to go sometime to get your mind right from being around everybody what uh, what's what all right so the hole is I'm, I'm, I'm I, just from me watching movies and stuff I ain't never been in jail but the hole is like it's a place you go where you just isolate it exactly it's how long, isolation how long you have to be in there 
It depends, you know what I'm saying? Depending on your situation. You know what I'm saying? County jail when you go to the hole. You know what I'm saying? They had you in there, what? Week. You know what I'm saying? From five days, week, couple weeks, depending on what the situation is. Or whenever they want to let you out. Four one, they had the chill. You know what I'm saying? They strap you to this chair. You know what I'm saying? Pull them all the way back. That's just when you want to wild, act crazy. You know what I'm saying? Spit on them, throw piss on them. You know what I'm saying? Throw feces on them. They put you in this chair. Bam, bam, bam. You still acting crazy in this chair. What, what, what reason would you have to go through the hole from fighting? That's it? Fighting. Dirty urine. Getting caught with a cell phone. Getting caught with weed. You know what I'm saying? Trying to talk to a female officer. All kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, Yeah. Did you have to go into the hole when you was in, in prison? Of course. How many times you had to do that? Man, I done been in the hole by the cell phone. I done been in the, in the hole trying to talk to a female officer. I done been in the hole, got caught. Real quick, weed. let me ask you that because I ask people that and they always seem, they always try to seem extra cool. I seem like, I feel like you're more genuine. So, like, that's 10 years is a long time. Not Very to, long not time. To, Very long time. 10 days is a long time to me. Very long time. Five is a long time to me. Very long time. So, I can't imagine, right? I don't know. I feel like talking to a female officer. I feel like you should. You should. You should. I don't know if the holes is is a thing, but that's kind of wild. Yeah, I think that's gonna happen. Yeah, almost like a bait to even hire them. Yep. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> because For real. who not? For I got real. ten years, bro. Like, I want somebody that smell smell like a woman. I'm, exactly. I'm all day. I just want to hug at this point. For real, bro. Listen, yes. So what they do? So when you when you chat on, they tell on you or something? Man, look. <laughs> so tell, then. so and, and so okay. So this is like this is really how it go, bro. You got some female officers. You know what I'm saying? And this is why. But but people like people got to notice, and people like got to really get the understanding and the insides of what really go on in there, bro. Because the picture that they paint, movies, out commercials, uh, ads, what, bro. It's deeper than it's, bro, it's deeper than what you see. Take that picture for me. All right, females, it's level. So when it comes to female officers, you got some female officers. They understand your situation. They may have a father, may have a brother, may have a cousin, or may have a dude or a baby dad or whatever in there. So guess what? They'll let you talk slick to them. They'll let you say certain stuff to them. You may not necessarily get them to maneuver nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But they'll let you talk slick to them. You know what I'm saying? They'll give you some conversation. They'll give you. 20, 30 minutes to come out the door. They'll pop you out the door and pop you out in the salad port, talk to them a little bit. They already know what's going on. They know you can't halfway do nothing for them, but you know what I'm saying? You can spray them <laughs> a little bit. Bam. All right, so that's one level. You got the other level, you know what I'm saying? They going to act like, you know what I'm saying? They ain't, they ain't trying to hear you. They ain't trying to hear nothing you got to say, nothing you got going on, nothing you trying to do, but the whole time, you know what I'm saying? She bringing in that pack. But over there on the other side, you see what I'm saying? All right, all but right. you know what I'm saying. But that, that's that's just how she moving. She ain't trying to put herself out there or display herself like, oh, this is what I'm doing. She she working her move. She she getting her check, right? And she getting her check. Gotcha. You got the other ones that entertain you a little bit. Like they will let you talk flick. They entertain you, talk a little slick back with you. You know what I'm saying? And them them the ones that you know what I'm saying that. Prisoners like the most, you know what I'm saying? Cause they feel like, oh boy, I got her. You, boy, you, I know you I close. Got. You didn't close. And but the whole time she playing with y'all all day, cause you giving her the energy and the entertainment that she need before she even go back home. She may not be getting it at home, but that's the one that get all the attention. But you know what I'm saying? And you may think that she the one that's you know what I'm saying, busting moves up, right, right. busting it open. But that ain't the one. And then you got the ones that you least suspect. Then you got the one that you least suspect. Find the ways to bust it open. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But it is very rare. When I say it is very rare, but 
It's happening. You got some guys in there. Not me personally. I was never that lucky. I was never that lucky. I, I hoped my entire time that I could do that. All 10 years. I, it never happened for me, but it has happened for quite a few dudes. Like, and, and these are the females you will not suspect. That's and, funny. And they and, and and they show a little like so, uh, all right. So, like, musically, like when when did you say okay? You know what? I got this time. Let me go ahead. And, at this point, it's no point to do a cover up. All right, you, you in there now, so it's, it's survival of the fittest at this point. Right, that's gonna be a given. So the whole time you living your life, you thinking you gotta put a cape on. Now you have no choice but to put the cape on. Yep. All right, that's there. It's, it's permanent now. Ain't no more facade. That's what it is. When do you say okay? Cool. This is me now. Right. I, can, I can get back to the singing now. Right. I need advice so I can make it home. I need something you to smart. say, hey, look, I need to make it Great home. Great question. Great question. So, all right. So, that switch came from sitting in there, seeing these three, four, five-time repeat offenders. And he done did five, two, three, ten. Back again on a four. You so know what I'm saying? There and you're seeing people come back and forth. You're back like, hey, remember from... Listen, oh, that's crazy. It, like it's it's a specific dude. Since I've been in, when I got in there first, seen him at my first camp. I seen him twice after that first time. So I seen this dude three times in the midst of that ten years. He was back twice after I saw him at the first camp. How to make you feel when you know you got ten? And you know, and you know that if you was given a chance to get out, you wouldn't even come back, bro. Like it, it's. It's crazy because my bunk mate, when I first got to Willow, my bunk mate had two life sentences. I'm 18 with a 20 to 10. My bunk mate got two life sentences. He got two life sentences. He was from the A. Never come home. He got two life sentences for two bodies his brother committed. He just didn't want to tell on his brother. So y'all was in there in the same predicament. Like, this man literally like, I'm, I'm sharing a bunk with a man. They got two life sentences, and all I got is a 20 to 10. And I'm 18 at this time, and he's like, well, he's roughly like, what, 25, 27 at this time? You know what I'm saying? And he's Both shit, of y'all huh? still young. So, man, this man will cry to me, man, like, little bro, man, if you don't do nothing else, man, just stay out. He said, bro, you got a chance. Like, you got a whole chance, man. Just stay out. He said, bro, I ain't, I, I ain't got no other chance, bro. You know what I'm saying? He he was dealing, you know what I'm saying, with the Islam. He was Muslim and he was blood and he was from Atlanta. He was just he was just involved in it because he was just trying to figure it out, bro. And it was tough. So he'll see me down there, like, you know what I'm saying, writing. He'd be like, bro, what you writing? You know what I'm saying? Music or whatever, bro. But you know what I'm saying? I'm just he's like, look, bro, if you see it's about to stick with it, because that worked. So it wasn't until I got to prison where folks was just encouraging me, like, bro, this worked. And that's so ain't that crazy? Because outside you feel like you feel like you had to put on a facade yeah. to Fit in and not get tried, but a place where you're gonna get tried anyway. It's like, hey, sing, rap, do Bruh, that because that's what's gonna get you. Then when I say the people I ran across in prison was my biggest supporters, and still my biggest supporters to this day, they would not let me quit. Him, one in particular, people that see me doing it, they incur- I don't care who they is, I'm talking about. It. I don't care what game, like they put on, like, bro, stick with it. Let me hear something. All right, look, bro, critique, Ben, you could do this. Change up with that, you know what I'm saying? Add a little metal into it. That's what's going on. I've been being. So helping me with that growth. So when it when it clicked, to answer your question, when it clicked, it was like when I started seeing like, you know what I said, like artists like trouble getting out, blowing. I'm like, okay, yeah. 
bro, like this work. You know what I'm saying? Another artist. You know what I'm saying? T.K. Kravitz. You know what I'm saying? He don't he don't get enough credit. I feel like he was another artist that I heard on the radio that kept me motivated. Right, you see right, what I'm right, saying? Right. So when I hear somebody like Trouble, when I hear somebody like T.K., I'm like, okay, yeah, he from Augusta. You know what I'm saying? He doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? And TK get a lot of flat, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saluting him and I'm giving him his flowers while he's here. Cause bro, like me hearing him on the radio. Inspiring. Bro, it was inspiring, bro. So TK Kravitz, look, it's a salute, man. If they ain't gave it to you, Gustave ain't giving it to you, man. So it was like in those moments where I felt like, okay, bam, this is what I'm doing. This is what I want to do. But it, it was still shaky and it was still wavy. So even when I got to them points where I felt like this is what I was supposed to do, I still gave up. You know how many times I gave up on music? And what made you like, like what, what, what is it? Is, is it the fact you still got this time? Like, like yeah, it's cool, but when you sit down and think about it, I still got this time. Is it something like that? Bruh, it was me knowing that I had 10 years. It was me knowing that I couldn't record music. It was me knowing that when I know that I was 18 and I wasn't going to get out until I was 28. So, me talking about stuff that's going on when I'm 18, the reality of it, I can't really talk about the same right, stuff. Right, right, right. <laughs> when I'm 28. So, that was another factor. So, bro, it led me to literally like throwing away five whole books of music, bro. Like five whole books of music. All because I was stressed about not being able to record. Oh, I got this time. I can't record this music right now. All oh, this, man, that shit. It's not going to work. Like, it's not going to work. So, man, when I got to that point to where I threw away five books of music, like I was in a I was in a space, like I was in a soul-searching space. I was in a space, like, trying to find me. Like, it was like self-examination. I need to know who I am. I need to know what's my purpose. Like, what am I trying to do? What is life? So, after throwing it away, I made myself a promise. I said, listen, if you come back and you open the pad and once you put your pen on that pad and you begin to write music that was better and you see an elevation from everything that you just threw away, this is meant for you. Once I seen that, after I wrote a few songs and I started to see it, I said, yeah, this is meant for me. So shortly after that, it's like, and a lot of people don't know this, it's like, I Taught myself how to play the piano. That's my oh, no. question. Damn. You good. You're good. On a broke that down question. On a broke down piano in prison. So you taught yourself how to play the piano. I taught myself how to play piano. What made, what, I know you're writing, so what, what made you want to play though? Just because it was there or just because you was like, I need I need to have this what I'm singing? Elevation. It was like me just saying I can't talk about the same stuff from 18. When I get 28, it's like, all right. When you get out, you're gonna be 28. So you have to elevate now. As if you are 28. So when you get out 28, what you're going to be talking about? How will people see you? Like when you expose yourself as an artist, how will people see you? Will right. you just be this rapper? Will you just be this harmonizer? I got to elevate. Okay, okay, who's great? Who's great? I'm thinking about the Kanye's. I'm thinking about the J. Cole's. I'm thinking about the Kendrick's. You know what I'm saying? Lyrically. But I'm thinking about packages. So it was Kanye's. It was J. Cole's. Like people who had that full package. Rap. Vocals producing and i was like okay that's what i gotta do so how do i do that get acquainted with an instrument instrument I broke down piano in the visitation room one day i went in there 
So it was a couple of guys, you know, and I made music with a lot of people when I was down. So it was a couple of guys at this particular time. We was making music. We going there. So I would just put a paddle in on it. You know what I'm saying? But it was sounding good, though. You know what I'm saying? It was sounding good. So they were like, okay. So they was rapping a little bit, too. And they like, bro, you don't know how to play and, uh, like, rap and sing at the same time? But like, nah. They were like, damn, boy, I thought, you, boy, I wish you could John Legend that thing, boy. So, that's why I was thinking about John Legend just now. But it stuck. <laughs> but it stuck when they said, I said, okay. This this is my way to elevation. This is how I will stand out from every other artist now right. and every other artist when I get 28. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, it took me two and a half, three years of going in there. All right, so this is how it played out. The only reason I was able to go in there on a Saturday to practice was because the warden, you know what I'm saying? I was getting into trouble around there, going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? He was ready to ship me on the other side of Georgia. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Situation happened, man, and got in some trouble, went to the hole for three months, man. And that was around the same time where threw my music away, having a soul search. So right, after right. the three months when I did in the hole, got out, it was like I was on that elevation. Like I say, writing new music, seeing it was elevated. So now, okay, I want to elevate how I'm going to elevate. So I started teaching myself on the piano. The only way he was allowing me to go in there and practice on the piano is if I went in there on Sundays and sung for the uh for the church folks. Wow. So look, full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Ain't it crazy how you got, you don't have to, but how you did certain things just to end up back in that same position where you could have not did all, none of that stuff and been like. It was, it, my, my destination you was going to be the same. Happy day all your life. All my life. <laughs> and, 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 and it blew my mind when he told me that, but he was like, listen, I mean, I like I know you're a knowledgeable young man. You know what I'm saying? I know you don't too much go for it. And like you, you know what I'm saying? You're going to stand on what you believe in. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know you read. I know you know what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? And you may not necessarily be, you know, you may not necessarily consider yourself like religious. You, he said, but I know you're a spiritual person. He said, but. The only way you can come in here on Saturday and practice, you got to go in there with them church folk on Sunday. I, I don't want to hit back. You know what I'm saying? You ain't religious. You ain't no Christian. You got to go in there, play the piano, and sing for them folk. But it started off with me just singing because right, right. I didn't necessarily know how to play and sing. But just me going in there every week, every Sunday, Repetition. I was elevating my sound. Two and a half, three years of doing that. Now I'm rapping, singing, and playing the piano at the same time. So Saturdays, I'm working on my own music. Sundays, you know what I'm saying? I'm singing for them. But it, if if I wasn't going in there singing for them, I wouldn't have got my vocals right, back right. right, right. It would just be me trying to do music how I want to do it. But going in there every single Sunday, it forced me to get my vocals right, which led on down to like at the end of the year, bro, I was doing Christmas parties in there. Like they would have, it, it's all right. So Christmas parties in there. That had a prison, like the entire prison, you know what I'm saying, in a specific room, visitation room. And they'll have, like, you know what I'm saying, maybe outside people, like outside churches or whatever coming in with fruit, you know what I'm saying, cake, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know what I'm saying, oh, or other, like, people coming in singing, like, Christmas carols or whatever. Right, right. So at this particular prison I was at, man, they started, like, hey, listen, you know what I'm saying, the prison, the guys want you to uh perform at the Christmas party, man, so... Get yourself together. Man, when I say, like, man, I went through a lot and I understood who I, like, I understood who I was as an artist 
by doing those parties, bro, because it was like a performance in a sense, like me preparing myself for, for a performance because it's outside people, prisoners, the war in, like everybody in here, like trying to see what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. let's see what you've been working on. Like, we we hear you and see you in it's here all, all the time. It's almost like your auntie all over again. Yep, it, exactly. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. It's, it's her and so many people. Yeah. Bro, so it, it went from me going in there, like, Bro, so I got banned. I got banned one year from the Christmas party, right? And the reason why I got banned was in a lot like, you know, a, a lot of people who like, you're, you're hip people and you're, a lot of people be able to vouch like, man, I, it, it was a song I wrote. And at, at, at that time, you know, the uh, Ed Garner, Trayvon, Martin, all that stuff was going on. Right, right. So, you know, that was a, a touchy time. And at that time, I wrote a song about it. And I merged. I merged two songs, which, like, they played out for, like, 10 minutes straight. But I knew was appropriate because it had no profanity in it. So I knew that it was no possible way or no possible reason that y'all could stop right, me right, right. from doing this unless y'all was just like. Then, like, the message. Listen, when I say, bro. I put this on everything. You had like, you know what I'm saying? You had Arab people, you had Caucasian people, white, like, you know what I'm saying? You white, black, Arab people, just different types of people. When I say I was getting different vibes and different feels the entire 10 minutes, but it did not phase me to where like I like I would channel it. Right, right. Like, bro, it like it was this specific white dude, man. When I say he was like red like just so red like just looking at me the whole time like i cannot believe you just sat up here and did that but like the prisoners and the black folk in there like they, they, they felt boy like, boy that's what i'm talking about boy so you got banned because the song was too real pretty much but, because the song was too real no profanity ruffled too many feathers and they probably went complaining and all that stuff yeah too. and so but in the warden told me like the actual dude like, you know what I'm saying? He was big in that county, and he actually runs the Christmas party. He told the ward, I don't want him back in here. Damn. So I was like, I said, bro, I ain't do nothing. He was like, come on. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He politics, told me he don't want you back in here. Bro, you can't go back in there, bro. So the people was like, like the prison, they were standing up for it. They were like, nah, bro, that's dead wrong. Y'all just mad because, bro, like speaking on real situations. Like, bro, we got the freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? And if it was just that bad, why y'all ain't stopping? Y'all mm -hmm. wanted to hear exactly what he had to say because he was speaking the truth, bro. When I say, like, it's a different feeling. Like, you know how you can, like, you can do a song, you can get people to rap it along with you, know it word for word, catch that vibe. But, bro, to see them people after that segment, like, just sit there and look at me, like, I, looking at me, like, just digesting everything you just said. Yeah. So I, I, I was tripping at first. I'm like, and I just, you know what I'm saying? I handed the mic, you know what I'm saying? It was like a white lady and her son who came up after me. So when she got the mic, she just looked. She's like, how, how do I come up after that? And then everybody started laughing. It was just quiet. It was like an awkward silence for a minute. But I knew exactly what it was after like the party. It was like, bro, like, bro, you did that. So, and it was a merge of two songs. One song that I got called It's Been Real. That's that was like the segue into the song that I got called Change. And my brother Change song that was talking about like all the situations, man. So got banned and still working on. I'm still working, doing my thing. So the year after that, the prisoners like 
they was requesting it so much to where the warden was like, man, all right, man, just come back. He I'm said, but it. he said, but guess what? He said, you gotta sing though. You can't come in here and rap. You got to sing. I don't want to hear no rap. So he was just like, yeah, last time you was rapping, you know what I'm saying? And, and I probably saying. was harmonizing a little bit in the chorus, but I was like rapping like giving. He said, you got to sing. The moment I I hear it sound like you're trying to rap. So <laughs> I wrote a song, man. For sure. Yeah, man. So it's like I wrote a song. I wrote a song called It's All Good. And I wrote it for me, for me feeling and like and being in that zone of like, all right, bro. Okay, it like it's a lot, it's stressful, you know what I'm saying? You're going through it, you're tired, you're hurting, but listen, like the best it'll ever get, it hasn't been done yet. You know what I'm saying? Because you're still here. So you're gonna grow, you're gonna elevate, you're gonna get better. And what you see now, what you consider great in like artists and like what's out there now, like the best, like it's yet to come because you have not reached like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Society. Yeah. Like when you get there, you will see that what you look at, you are that spark and you are that greatness that you're looking for. So it's a reminder for me and others who uh who hear it. So I say, okay. It's like okay, so so pretty much the lyrics is just like just chorus wise, the best that I'll ever get, you know what I'm saying? Oh no, it ain't been done yet. And then it's just expressing and expanding like I vent, then regain focus. Because I know it's all good. You see what I'm saying? Like, you feel this and you have to let it out. You channel it, you let it out, but you regain focus because you know it's all good. You know, you look back on situations, I used to tell a lot of people that, like, that in there, and I tell a lot of people now, if you can look back on situations you've endured, that's a sign of strength within itself. Mm. So it's just, it's just that keep going, it's just that fight, it's just that pressing on. So, it's all good. Wrote that song, man. And like I say, people would come, bring like the uh, uh, fruit bags, the hygiene and stuff, and bake cakes. And it was a specific lady, uh, man, I'll never forget her. Her name was Miss Hazel. Every single year, she used to bake cakes for the prison. And every single year, she going to make sure she get up there and tell us, look, I baked every single last one of them cakes with love. And and going to speak to make you feel like, listen, y'all, like, I'm serious. Like, I stand over that stove and bake all these cakes every single year. And she said, I ain't going to lie. I don't be wanting to do it. She said, but listen, <laughs> I do it because I know how I'm feeling. And the feeling that I feel from not wanting to do it, it can't compare to you being in here. Mm -hmm. She said, so, like, I'm your, like, I'm y'all grandma. I'm y'all mama. I'm y'all girlfriends for the, the holidays when you can't talk to them, you can't hear from them, you can't be around them, right? Bro. She she wanted to be that figure, and she was, you know what I'm saying? So, toss her in there, you know what I'm saying? Towards like, matter, matter of fact, the last verse is pretty much speaking on, man, like lyrics written out of love, you know what I'm saying? Pressing for days, oh, a wonderful feeling to see precious Miss Hazel. Thanks for the love. You're considered an angel. Your spirit allows you to go places we can't go. Mm. So it's like with her always expressing like I'm making it out of love. It just it was so easy to write that song in my last year there. I performed that song and I performed it at a tempo to where it could just be straight singing. Like that was my song initially. Like what I, where I felt like 
I could be creative out right. of my creative. And I also wrote it like a Christmas song. You know what I'm saying? Like on like on the subject and on the terms of Christmas. Jingle jingle style. You know what I'm saying? And and it and it was more so not upbeat jingle, but like it still had that laid back soulful, soulful. soft feel. Oh, that, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So and like and I like when I go through my music and go to and like it's that's a song I forgot about. Like I got in space to what man, like I got gospel songs, bro. Written country songs. How many Written. songs you think you wrote while you was in prison? Woo! From from the five books that I wrote to like the four books that I wrote after that, man, out of all my time, I know I done wrote over a thousand songs. Mm. Over a thousand songs. Bro. So let me ask you more so like so you, you now when you when you realizing well closer to coming home. Are you do you, are you in prison all ten years? Do you go to half a house at any point? Like, or? all right. So I got to man. I had like what ten months left. I had to. I hadn't did what. What maybe like is that guaranteed though? Like you said ten months. Left, so that but that guarantee you can only do ten. You could do twelve, thirteen. If they wanted you to, or the ten is guaranteed ten. And oh yeah. Oh yeah. If all right. So with the mandatory minimum that I had for the armed robbery, I was gonna have to do like the ten anyway. So anyway, you might do more, but. Ten at the minimum. That was the minimum. Okay. It, they, they call that mandatory minimum. So I got like ten months left, and I got blessed. The same warden, you know, so who I was going back and forth with. He was ready to transfer me. We always going back and forth. You know, what I'm saying I got into a scuffle like with the warden and everything, man. Like he he saw the growth. And my last day there, when I was in the hole, before he sent me to the halfway house, we had a man-to-man talk out of all of the years I've been at that prison. We going back and forth, arguing, going back and forth, cussing each other out, like scuffling, fighting back and forth, like with the war. And so, man, the man told me, he said, listen, I done seen you grow up around here, man. He said, so you may, t-, he said, you may not want to take this, he said, but I got to be a man to say this. He said, I kind of looked at you as a son. You know what I'm saying? He said, but, he said, I ain't going to say too much because I don't, you know, so I don't want you to think I like you enough because I know we don't like each other. He said, but, like, being honest, man, I seen you grow and I'm proud of you. He said, but, if you don't do nothing else, he said, because you know a lot of people get out, come back, we talk about that all the time. He said, but if you don't do nothing else, man, if you don't remember nothing else from me, I want you to remember I told you this. You, you grew, like, you grew into, you know what I'm saying, you grew into, your maturity, you know what I'm saying? When it came to levels of he like, you grew into your maturity. He said, but when it come to that music, you a bad man with that music. So I was like, appreciate that. He said, man, look, if you don't remember nothing else, just remember that. You a bad man with that music and do something with it. He said, please, man, just do something with it. I was like, dang. I was like, yeah, man. So, uh, but where I'm going though, you know what I'm saying? Because he had me in the hole. He ain't tell me why I was in the hole, but you know, so I've been in the hole quite a few times without. And I already know he just bothered me. You know, he just like I done been in the hole a lot of times without a writer. It's just like he'll just put me in the hole just to bother me. He want me to act out, want me to do something. So that particular time, it was just like regular, but he came back, he was like, Listen, you got 10 months left, man. I'm finna go and send you back to Augusta. Like it, it shocked me. I, Cause I thought mm-hmm. he was lying. He said, I'm, I'm gonna send you back to Augusta. I was like, What, bro? After all of that time, bro, after nine years, bro, in two months, nine years and two months, bro, you gonna send me back. So he sent me back home. So I went to the halfway house for the remainder of that. You know what I'm That's saying? Dope. And that was a blessing, man. Um, so until so you get out, you know, now your mindset, you're doing music now, right? Yeah. You're an, you're an artist now. 
All right, no more cape, no more. You no sing, more, yeah. You sing, yeah. You rap, um, and you got your respect. Exactly. All right, you got, you got the whole package now. The whole right? package now. So, um, how do you how, how do you maneuver like far as like reintroducing yourself as hey I sing and rap y'all? Ooh, perfect. That's a, I'm glad. Thank you for asking that, man. The way the quote unquote game is now musically. I mean, you, you you got all the terms. You got uh, microwave, bubble gum, mama rap, whatever they want to call it. Me personally, it's just music to me. But what's what people gravitate to more? Because you got people, you know what I'm saying? People still drinking, getting high. It's it's vibey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's on energy and vibe now. So you know what I'm saying? If the beat fire, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much anybody gonna vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it, now. It's not necessarily about what you say. My music. Is a lot about what yeah, you I say, say yeah. due to my life and my story. Because I feel like it's so much more that can be, you know what I'm saying, like spoke about. So, but that's just me and that's my creativity. I understand the lane and I understand the vibiness of it. And I salute it. I like I like it. Like I like the 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 mumble rap, the bubble, whatever they call it. Like I like it because like it is vibey, bro. Right. Like, like I you can't get away from it, bro. Like you got. I mean, you try to ignore it, but I mean, they but like, so I, much. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. like it, but it is vibey because I find myself a lot like when I'm just in my zone, like it, it get it get me right. Well, like, you got to think at that point, you're not thinking what they say anyway. You just yeah. you hear the cadence, and that's it. It's just cadence. And I, and, and I may get it may be a specific line or a specific bar, and it just it's entertaining. It may make me laugh. Maybe like, man, what he just said. Like yeah. I like I like it. Like it's it's entertaining to me. But my music in general. That's just how I come off. So me introducing myself when I first came on I was like, okay, I'm, 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 I still got the oh the the mixtape uh, uh just got out type vibe. Or you got to get out and you got to drop about you just coming home, right? What you did, how it went, all of that. But I learned after I got past that stage because it was tough because I'm still getting out trying to figure out like okay I gotta crack the code I gotta crack the code I gotta crack the code I gotta figure it out like how do I do this so I'm going through the showcases I'm doing the shows I'm talking about paying to do shows like yeah paying I know know the scams yes paying to do these shows paying to like I've and I and I've actually did an interview at a showcase once and it never got aired Hit up, hit up the content team about it. They they couldn't tell me nothing about it. So this is actually like my very first, first like. Yeah, that's how it be sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Interview. Had, them things but, be scammed. Man. But I, but I had to go through that. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know that coming home. Guess what? I'm I'm stuck on the on the dream. Right. I'm stuck on right. the dream and uh. But think about this though, right? Think about think about this, right? Think about okay, you pay fifty dollars, and they saying fifty dollars, you can get this, you can get record deal. If that's the case. You know how record deals we, we have right exactly. now? Exactly. But, but in your mind, you're like, you know what? I know I can outdo these. Halftime don't be even be a real show. Listen, at the, it, in this particular situation where I did an interview, I paid a thousand dollars to perform. Oh, I heard my heart hear that, man. Yes. Ooh. Yes, bro. Hey, you better throw me in the hole now. Listen, bro. I've like when I said since I've been home, a thousand dollars, bro. Since I've been home, I I'm in the wrong business. I've spent so much money trying to. Trying to pretty much, I guess, what you want to say, figure it out or or or, or quote unquote crack the code, and just I'm it's like chasing bait. You know, but what I'm saying? gonna tell you this though, in, in all seriousness, I know I'm joking, but you do have to invest in yourself. Yeah. So I'm never gonna say that the money you spend is, is worth it because and I'm glad you, that thousand dollars is a lesson saying. you learned. Thank you for saying that. 
It's not one dollar that I put into myself or anything, whether it came to a showcase, whether it was a meeting, whether it was a sit down. I don't care what whether it was to just go in. It's not one brown penny that I feel like was a waste. Every single penny that I spent on this, I learned and I love it. No regrets at all, because like the stage I'm at now and going back to answering your question, it took me until. Right now, like in this moment I am in my life, what you asking this question to actually present myself and embrace myself as the type of artist I am without trying to go go off of the gimmicks, mm-hmm. go off of the what's popping, what's supposed to be, what this because one thing I know for a fact, as long as I'm me, I'm gonna be all right with myself and my creativity gonna be there. If if it's meant for me to be in this lane, because of course, like my visions, of course, award shows. Like, and, and, like I love Augusta, Georgia. This is my city. I love it. Augusta is a great city. Mm-hmm. I've networked with a lot of great people in Augusta. What, what we were speaking about earlier, resources. Yeah. It's a lot of resources that we just don't know about in Augusta. So, and I want to touch on that because I know you mentioned like, yeah, I saw you at Austin Hearts. How does it even happen? Is I saw you at Austin Hearts and. I know you. Like in my mind, I know you because we've been in the same school for a little exactly. while. Exactly. Same area. Pine Walk playing basketball. Playing basketball behind Bungalow Road there you School. Go. Yeah. yeah. So um I was like, all right. Uh first of all, it was funny. I'm gonna be honest with you. You had a you had like a someone looking like like a professor. Yes. Right. So I'm like, let me figure this man real quick. Okay. So I came over there, adapt you, I said, Hey, I'm gonna get with you. I had been seeing your stuff for a minute. You sent it to me some time. I share it, I watch it, I, I like yep, it, I you share have. it. And I appreciate it. But I always feel like Timing is everything, right? So when I saw it, I said, this is the best time. It, to me, it does a couple of things, right? For one, it's Austin the Hearts. Yeah. I, 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 I ain't know it was your first time going. It's my first time going. Yeah. I was getting paid. Very I first paid time. this year, right? So I said, what better way to reach out to somebody than at a, a, a prominent show in your city? Just off that alone, you can say, well, that's what got me here, right? This, in this spot right yep. now, Austin the Hearts. So. I want I want arts to get a, a better look in the city. I want arts to, to be um, more publicized in the city, right? So like that's why I said I'm gonna reach out to him there. I mean, talk to him there. I come to you, give you a file. I know you. You know me. What's up? Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get with you. Cool. Big. And then from there we go from here. You know exactly. What I'm so those resources, people look at it as like nothing. It's nothing. No, it's something that means something. Yes. Arts is a big, you make a lot of money off the arts. Man, look, it, it, it blew my mind. Arts make a lot of money in the gut. It blew my mind. We, you look. You talk about you know. Wanting to say you rap versus sing, but it's a lot of it's a lot more successful singers and jazz musicians and, and piano players and instrument players from here than rappers. I'm just and, and Arts and the Hearts introduced me to that man. It's, it's so many that's really successful. They on tour. They 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 on brag and boast about it because they not like they might not be the main attraction. Yeah, the flash. But they get but, paid really to play the piano on 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 the road. And that's all year what long. it's about. And that's what it's about. It's about making money off of it ver- ver- versus you. Just putting money into it, it's, it's about getting it back. Mm. So for me, like to answer that question, man, I can say, and, and it's crazy, and I've been out two and a half years now. Right now, in this moment, the space I'm in in my life, where I feel like now, like I appreciate this because I needed to talk, I needed to get it out. The space I'm in now, I see and I understand. My creativity, my music, and my artwork, it's needed. And, and pretty much shine away from... You know what I'm saying? The gimmicks, the the what's going on, the what's popping and what's hot. I got to let that be that because I like that. But guess what? I have to 
stay in my lane and stay right. in my creative to present that. So now is where I feel like I, I know for a fact the merging of instrumentation, me playing the keyboard, piano, and rapping and singing all together at the same time is exactly what I'm supposed to do and who I am as artist. Well, you know, one, one thing I like about what we just did here in this whole podcast of us talking is like it's almost like a story. So normally I, I'm asked a question. I still ask questions during the time, but yeah. it's more so you like it's almost like a book. You just tell me everything. You just you just go on page to page. You know what I'm saying? And I want people that's watching this to see. But I try to convey a lot of time when I have people like you on who've been who had a past and like maybe made a mistake. You know, maybe chose the wrong path a little bit and got back on the right track. Is the fact that you don't have to choose that that path. That everything you did led you back to where you started from the get go. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? So almost like you wasted not even 10, but you think like 13 years, 15 years. So you think you did 10 years, but you really did 15 years. Yeah. You shackled 15 years for something that you back in square one, but you could have been from the get-go. And it's all put from the small, dumb stuff you think is important, like DP respecting me. We in middle school, bro. Yeah. <laughs> who, who's really respected in middle school? Yeah, you know we, like, we're kids. I mean, you gotta think about, think about the people that, who didn't get respect in middle school that probably got respect in high school. Yeah. Who didn't get respect in high school, but... When you, when you come out home, you home now. Now they, they got all the respect. Like, oh, bro, women, bossed up. They got the cars. They got the, the you career. Right. Like, but they, but they were lame in middle were, school. You just took the words out of my you know mind. We, we calling them like, like, we calling those type of people lame and, oh, bro, ain't built like that because he in school or he had a job in school. They lame because they got together. They lame because they, 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 they had people around them and say, hey, look, be yourself. That's okay to be you. And, at times with society was telling them no it wasn't they stuck with it and said yes it is and the thing about society and I'm glad you said society bro because coming home and I know I can speak for like everybody like coming home and people don't speak on it because it's like it's a touchy subject man because people it's like they don't know how to respond or react when society doesn't get them Mm -hmm. and this is with family this is with friends this is with relationship they don't get you. And when you've done as much time as like for like 10 or better, you know what I'm saying? Bro, five years is a long time, bro. Eight, seven, like, bro. But like 10 years or better, bro, it's a different setup mentally. Like with, with, with your thought process, bro, it's, it's a different setup. When you do that much time and you get out here with society, they go off of what we were speaking on earlier, like how the media and, j- and just what's projected. So if you don't have, if you don't have like, the humbleness and the stillness to explain exactly what it is you go through, what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as like lanes of mental, all right, this is how I think, this is how I look at stuff. Don't you be thinking just because I don't speak in a certain way, I don't speak with enthusiasm or say, say, say if I'm not speaking at all in a, in a specific moment, right, right. you may look at it or, or if I don't come around, say I don't come around, it may just be. I need my space. I need my isolation because I'm in a thought process to where what you got going on is polluting it right now. I don't want you to feel like I don't want to be around you. And it's tough because I've dealt with a lot of that when like when it came to family, like coming home, like my family doesn't get me like they well, don't they know, understand. They, they don't. They, they if they don't know you, they the don't. Time, they know the 18 year old, 18 year old, yep. you, right? But I always say the craziest, the, the, the. The weirdest thing about that whole situation when you do 10 years and like that is that fact that you come at home and in your adult life, you've been in prison the whole time. Yep. So you don't have no, you've been, you've been an adult outside, outside of prison for two and a half years now. Yep. So technically speaking, you naturally, 
you're more prone to have prison yep. uh, mentality or just exactly that, no that, way around that it. world. It's ten years, bro. No way around it. It's ten years. You can't expect to drive one way for ten years and just going tomorrow you're going to drive this way. It don't work that way. For real, ten years is a long time. So express expressing that is tough because a lot of times you're not even halfway removed from that. For real, you're just you, a quarter of the way removed from that. And right you know, like you know that, and you know that. They won't get it when you explain that mm-hmm. because they haven't been through that. So what you choose to do is, okay, I'm just chill and I'm going to just try to keep it as positive as possible when it comes to responding. That way they don't feel like it's negative, but when you don't respond at all, it's an issue. When you respond positive, they feel like, oh, no, nah, that's not you. You don't respond like that. You respond like that. So like it's tough. With, and a lot of people coming home from that, it's like when you express yourself, to like friends or family, you know, and family is the main thing because those are the closest to you. When you express it, they're going to feel like something wrong with you. They're going to feel like you're mental health. You know what I'm saying? And that's what family, when you're dealing with friends or regular people in society, they're looking at you crazy. Oh, is he going to take something from me? Is he is he going to kick in my door? Is he going to rob me? Then you, you have females. Dang, he done been in there 10 years. What he done been doing in there the whole time? You know what I'm saying? Was he messing with a guard? You know what I'm saying? I heard it be all kind of gay stuff going on there. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, 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 but guess what? A situation like that is so tough on certain people. You know what I'm saying? Because situations like that go on in there, but it's very rare. It's not how they Projected, put it. You, yeah. And, and it'd it be so sad, bro, because it's like, of course, the media, when the media presents it, that's how they want it. But I know a lot of people in my situation, they're scared to talk about it. They don't want to speak on it. They don't want to have that, you know what I'm saying, negative. You see what I'm saying? But me to speak on this is necessary. The people need to hear this. When you're in there, how they try to make it seem like it's a bunch of that going on, bro. People are not with that. Like I had everyone. He said uh, actually, and I'm not pro or against. I don't know whatever. Yeah, but yeah. He was like that. They put you on the door. They yes. don't bring that in. You stay out there, bro. Listen, like. People are not with that. If they are with that, guess what they doing? They staying in their own little little section. And guess what? Trying to make sure they doing it to where don't know about because they know that's what's gonna happen. Right. You finna get put on something. Something gonna get happened about it. So it's like, so I had a female ask me, and I bro, I was so happy when she asked me this man. She was like, because a lot of females they don't wanna ask it. You know, even my family. I, I wish my family had the courage to ask these questions. This specific female, you know what I'm saying? And, and I was at the Arts and the Hearts with her. Mm. Same female I was at the gotcha, Arts and the gotcha, Hearts with. Gotcha, you know gotcha, what I'm saying? Okay. She was out there doing the uh, uh, the live painting. Yeah, I seen Man, she asked me, bro. It was like, she said, so I got a question. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? I don't want you to feel like, I'm like, man, come on. She was like, listen, so 10 years, like, so... Like you, you ain't never want to do nothing when you. I like what you mean do something like. I mean you, you, you ain't never have the urge. You know what I'm saying to like have intercourse. I, I said, like I'm a man. You know what I'm saying. You, you got female officers. You, you when you see a female, right, I mean it's right. like the street. When you see a female on the street, you're attracted to. Of course you don't want to do it. You understand your situation. This is just not what I'm able to do right now. So you settle for just talking to her. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Got put in the hole about that once, but you know what I'm saying? We'll talk about that in a minute. You talk to him, have conversation with him, you know what I'm saying? You got some dudes who go overboard and they get the, you know what I'm saying, masturbating yeah, on right, them. Right, right. They go too far, you know what I'm saying? But they, we call that a B11, so we're going to use B11. So they 
catch a B11 for, for doing that on the females. Some officers sit there and watch. Some officers write them up about it. So something like, yes, yeah, like when you in there, like, of course, you're a man. You're going to want to do it. I said, but it's a mental thing. You have to know that, bro, I can't do this. I said, so now, what you asking me is, so out of that whole time in there, like, like I ain't did nothing. Like, I didn't, you know what I'm saying, be yeah. living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, listen, me personally, that was, that was too far-fetched for me. Like, I just couldn't see myself just standing in the middle of nowhere with a whole bunch of dudes right here just, yeah. <laughs> you feel? Nah, nah, I just didn't see that. I said, but, I said, this is a lot. This is this is what a lot of people don't understand. You had like at specific prisons, you know what I'm saying? One prison in particular I was at, you had like a shower to where you had like plexiglass around it. And we would put like sheets up around the shower. And it's like, look, bro, we're going to here one at a time, bro. You're not finna get in here with me, bro. It's one at a time. It, 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 it's enough people to where we could take showers one by one and everybody can get a shower in throughout the day. Hey, ain't no doubling up and no shower trip. No, nah, bro. I'm taking a shower by myself. You know what I'm saying? And you got people at that specific prison who can vouch for it. Bro, we used to take showers one by one, but that's not at every prison because you got certain prison that too got just like too wall showers, and that's what it is. But this is how you do that. You got like utility closets, like chemical closets and stuff like that. So when you got to orderly clean up the dorm or whatever, we'll tell them, hey, look, you know what I'm saying? Hey, keep that closet open, bim, bim, bim. Same situation, you know what I'm saying? Going there one by done, one by one, you know what I'm saying? Get right, come back out, you know what I'm saying? You good next person. So just explain it to her like, yeah, you get those urges off, you know what I'm saying, by doing that. And it's like, you will understand that, okay, if you in a, if you in a closed, if you in a closed environment, to where you're not getting that female attention. You know what I'm saying? You got females. And you know what I'm saying? I was young. I was 18. So you, I can't expect no 18-year-old female to ride with me until she's yeah, 28 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and be out here. You know what I'm saying? Free. Not like just because she has needs. I was limited to what I could do for any female while I was there. And I would express that. So I had to detach myself emotionally. I had to e detach myself, you know what I'm saying, physically as well from those urges, bro. Like I went... But like eight months, like I went eight months straight, but just like straight, like, no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Letting off and all of that, bro. And it was like, it showed me the power. It showed me the willpower because it was like, bro, now if you can do that, it, yeah. it like it just showed me. Definitely. And, definitely. Like, and, and the next man can do it. So it's a lot, man. So when she asked me that question, I was like, you don't know how glad I am that you asked me that question and not just sat back being like, I don't know. Dang, 10 years is a long time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you got a lot of people in my situation, they they can't even express that. Like, they don't even know, they either don't know how to put it in words or they don't know how to let it out without nobody looking at them. Like, because a lot of people will get mad and feel like you done tried them. Like, yeah, hey. Yeah, because they feel you're asking a different question. Hey, you, you know what I'm saying? You ain't. But me, like I, I said, thank you, man. I said, a lot of people will think that and they'd be like, man, because if I was in there for 10 years, I don't, you don't know what you would yeah, you have done. Yeah, like, you don't you know. Don't know. Right, so right. Let, let, let me enlighten you. You have like utility closets. You got certain prisons where you get in the shower by yourself where you can let off and you can release that. You know what I'm saying? From inside me. So that's how you make it through that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Look, um, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, this story, I, I, I like this story. It's compelling. Um, I think that people that watch this are going to want to listen, play, listen to music. Of course, send me something so I can put it in the comments and stuff like that, too. Okay. But I wanted to ask you, because I know we talked about this before we get off. I want to ask you, right. what, it, what was it about? Because 
you spoke about certain certain platforms before we started. You know, you was like uh, that it was something that inspired you, right? So Ooh, what was okay. it about this particular platform that you felt like this would be the platform you wanted to get get off? Bruh, man. For one, the variety of people that you have on here, like bruh, when you when you interviewing kids, like like athletes, when you interviewing athletes, when you interviewing business people, you bro, you had the massage therapist yeah, on here. Yeah. You interviewing artists, and and, and it, what was crazy when I seen the interview that you had with uh the the massage therapist at that time, I was like, man. I think I need to go get a real massage. <laughs> Bam. Then it popped up on my timeline. So it made me watch it. And then me watching it, I was like, dang, that's what really go on. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I saw like it got to be tough for somebody like that to be like, okay, this is my job, but I can't, you know what I'm saying, make it seem right, too right, much. Right, right. So, bro, it was like, so that was what, and another thing, like the quality, bro, on down to like your letters, the, the letters that you put on the screen, bro. Yeah. Like, the letters that you put on the screen are better than letters that cameramen like put in these videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, no, I'm serious, man. Like it it shows that you care about what you do. So I told myself, man, I'm like, look, I've like I haven't had an uh, like a broadcast interview. Like I said, I've done an interview before, but it wasn't broadcast, you know what I'm saying? And when I hit up the content team about it, they was just like, oh. Whatever they was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I was Pretty like, much, dang, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that was the same situation of why I paid the thousand dollars for the showcase. But I said, I like, I want to do this, but I was still in that, you know, what I'm saying battling space, going back and forth, trying to figure out what I need to do, how I need to do it. So when you see me at Arts in the Hearts, I was still in that space, but I already had in my mind like, like I need to talk, like I need to. Let people know what's really going on. And I need to speak about the stuff that a lot of people are scared to think about. You know, right. I, I mean, I need to speak about the stuff that a lot of people are scared to talk about. You see what I'm saying? See what happened when you choose art. You chose art and then it just happened that day. Like, boom. You could send your link out a thousand times. You could send somebody music. You got to be in those spaces. It's all by chance, bro. Like, everything is by chance. I promise you. Like, ain't nothing just for the moment it's all like by chance by chance i seen you there by chance i was there it's artsy all right let's say let's get up let's do this it happens boom you know what i'm saying i agree like people uh, networking is cool don't get me wrong nothing wrong with networking but it's always deeper than that it's about being I in agree. certain spaces at certain times about somebody seeing you somewhere i'm like okay you're serious seeing you as a heart yeah seeing you around broody tucker i think you was next Broody, yeah so it's like, yeah. I'm like okay he's serious because he's serious so i know if you're around him, you're serious your environment all that matters just like in your story you know what i'm saying you're around what you're around you, you get around that you know, I always say you uh, you 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 gonna get as far as the people around you for no reason. So if you're around successful people, my grandma used to say that successful. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, I would do this all day. You know, the camera stop anyway, so I'm gonna let that stop. But the, I, what I would say is just I put out audio too. What I would say is I would want you to I don't know get a get a setup, get something. And I think you should you should tell stories too. You should you should do that on a daily basis. Like do your songs, of course, but like. Have a series where you're just talking. You're yeah. Just Ten minutes, five minutes. Talk five minutes. I'm like, tell a story. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be necessarily a present story, but just yeah. stories that, that say who you are. And then I guarantee you through them stories, people want to know the music. And sometimes that make, them stories make people connect to music more. If that makes sense. So I see what you're um, saying, though. I, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because like I said, I see I, what you're saying. I, in school, I didn't talk a lot. I was, I always, I always, did my, I played ball, but I presented myself. So you see me doing this, like, everybody say, well, damn, you talk. Like, yeah, I talk. But like, you have to. Get yourself out of that shell little by little. So it starts with doing one thing, then another thing, then another thing, then it's like boom. 
Because, you know, like, you doing singing and you, and you playing the piano and stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that. For all you know, your calling really could be motivational speaking. It, you don't know it, that. Bro. That, that exactly. just be a stepping stone to that. Exactly. Now, you, now you got rid of stage fright, so why can't you go in there and talk to kids? So, like, don't let your, your past uh, be your past, but you learn from it. You know what I'm saying? You'd be better. And I think that, you know, you got a good story to tell. You can get paid to tell your story day in, day out if you wanted to. And right. you could take any 15 minutes from here and it's a whole different, a whole different story. It's a whole different um, lesson. I Start agree. from the beginning to the end, it's like, damn, all you had to do was this. So, man, I appreciate you stopping by, man. For it's sure, dope, bro. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Um, if you ever want to get up again, let me know. I don't, I don't mind. I do this on, on a daily basis. I just might like to do, so I'm all for it. And like I said, you got an amazing story. I think more people need to hear it, so I think you should look into trying to do spoken words. Spoken words, for one, because you said you said a, a lyric in here. I thought that was dope how you said it on cue. It just went through with everything. But also, you know, you want to get with the kids and, and, and the youth and just even the teenagers, especially now with all that's going on. Like, you got the you got the background for that. You know, you mentioned you know I mentioned rapping and having to do stuff. Yeah, you can talk without having to do nothing extra now. Everything is done. You did the ten years. You did you the time. You did the time. You're right. You, you stood tall. You ain't telling nobody. You got so many things that them kids are. Damn, you ain't tell. Damn, you ain't do it. You ain't do it. Okay, I'm gonna listen to him. There's no reason why they shouldn't, bro. So I definitely commend you. And like I said I know ten years is that's a long time. Good or bad, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ten years is a long, long time. time. So. Um, yeah, man. More Master Podcast. Be out, man. Make sure y'all go listen to the music. I'm gonna put the music inside. I'm gonna put it on YouTube link, matter of fact. But as you send me songs, like I'll put the video and I'll put the link for the video okay. up too, bro. You know what I'm saying? For sure. All right, bro. We out. Listen, man. Appreciate you. That was dope.